0: What's up, guys, gals, and everyone in between? This is Jacob and Jerry, and we are Two Unrelated Brothers. You can find us over on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, uh, under the Two Unrelated Brothers podcast. We are on Instagram, um, same name, Two Unrelated Brothers, primarily uh, dumb memes, the uh, occasional updates of when episodes will be uh, out, and a fairly new now. Twitter, twitter jesus twiddle twitter <laughs> uh, there's that speech impediment oh fantastic um on twitter we are um at two unrelated brothers gaming podcast our handle is at two unrelated bros and if you want to contact us with just you know some critiques you know just some regular messages recommendations for any new episodes or anything like that uh our email is two Unrelated Brothers at gmail.com and now with all of that out of the way Jerry, how are you
1: doing? Man, I'm doing pretty good. I'm uh, still in the middle of school. Uh, just finished. Uh, well, I, I know you put that little meme up on, on Instagram <laughs> about the fire school. To to be clear, it was just for an uh, industrial Ex- exterior firefighting uh, national certification.
0: That's um, still pretty cool, though. And congratulations as well, though. Thank you. It was hot as
1: balls, <laughs> dude. I think on the hottest day, <clears throat> it was 114 for the feels like the temperature. Yeah. And, uh, it was for industrial week. a and has a fire school called Teaks mm. and multiple different companies. And, and I mean, there's people from, uh, we had one instructor from like Argentina. We had the Houston fire department. We had people from like a fire department in Florida, uh, Dominican Republic, like all, all over <clears throat> really. And, uh, you know, and there's all these different classes. So there just wasn't just mine. There was like advanced exterior, interior, rope rescue, like all these awesome different classes but it was like the worst time it was like one of the hottest times during the week we had a couple people go to the hospital (sighs) yeah that that gear man it's like i think with everything including the like uh, oxygen pack and everything the scba the self-contained breathing apparatus yeah it's like 75 pounds and you have no exposed skin right because yeah (laughs) right (laughs) yeah so you're just like sitting there just baking and, and i just felt like like I was about to be like, I don't know if you had sous vide before. It's like you cook, <clears throat> like you cook something in a bag in boiling water. Like that's, <laughs> that's
0: what I felt like. I was going to say, it was already as hot as balls for like just the regular person out there in shorts and like a T-shirt. I can't imagine with all that equipment on just, it must have felt like 140 or something. Good Lord. Oh, dude. And
1: then with the fires and I mean the fires weren't too like <clears throat> crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it was a fun time though. It was a good yeah. time and definitely learned a lot of stuff.
0: I mean, yeah, but I say at least just for that. I mean, that's that's really cool. How many people can say they've done that? You know.
1: That's true. That's true. But your memes are still very valuable.
0: (laughs) And I will say,
1: firefighting's not for everybody, so don't beat yourself up for it. You're (laughs) definitely not for me. (laughs) You're like my. You're you've been my best friend for like what like over 15 years for a reason.
0: (laughs) Shh. God, it's only been that long. Good Lord. Yeah, it's been it's been quite a while. Now, now I've been, I've been waiting for it. It's like, yeah, now for over half my life, we've been friends. So yeah, that's crazy to think about. Oh yeah, dude. Look at us now. (laughs) Not much (laughs) has changed. A lot has changed, but, and yet not much has changed.
1: We're kind of still the same old uh, guys. I mean, now we just have money to have fun and, and, you know, we have uh, boring, monotonous jobs in some aspects, I guess.
0: (laughs) Uh, Every job has that, I feel, unless like, for like, sale maybe a certain few, but even then it's always repetition.
1: Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Um, <clears throat> so what's this episode gonna be about, I man? I'm super excited. I mean, I already know, obviously.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. So if you if you listen to the last one, you'll know what we're gonna talk about. But in case you didn't, um, first off, shame on you. Go go listen yes. to it. And then second, though, so, um, if this is your first one, welcome. And today's topic will be a very exciting one. It's gonna be about PT playable teaser, A.K.A. the demo for the canceled Silent Hills,
2: Ugh.
0: and yeah, this is a whole a whole thing. Like I, well, it, I found out it was a whole thing. I thought like, oh, it'll be this would be a typical, uh, not typical, like a you know a pretty easy you know 15 minutes, maybe an hour episode, hour long episode, just because I felt like I couldn't find much, just because officially there's not a lot you know that is known about what's happened with this game. But luckily, there's a lot of people who have like thrown out their theories. Um, and there's one in particular that caught my attention a lot, and it does line up with, I guess, like what we do know happened between the developer and the publisher, and we'll get to that pretty soon. Um, but yeah, and I, if anything, too, the fact that this game was canceled kind of just makes it legendary, and its, uh, it's uh, effects are still felt to this day, honestly. I mean, we're st- yeah. I, plenty of people still talk about it. We're talking about it. And it's been about, um, when this episode releases, it will be almost eight years. Jesus. S- since it got released, the, the demo or the teaser. Yeah, yeah. It depends how you look at it, but yeah, it's, it's been almost eight years. Um, uh, and so before we jump into this though, I gotta give a couple of quick, uh, shout outs to, uh, some of the sources that I use for this. Um, the main, main one that uh, we definitely for sure have to link because this is where like I got kind of into the rabbit hole is um from the great debate channel youtube channel um I think it was the uh what p t is really about or the hidden meaning of PT, I believe it's either one of those is a title obviously gamers g v m e r s we cannot do an episode without them. we were just lost without them yeah. um I watched a uh a die summit video, an interview with uh Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro and well. Spoiler alert: These people were involved in this game, and a couple of uh, uh, hack videos from Lance McDonald, who uh, was able to hack this game and kind of go into the, I guess, the background and the inner workings, kind of the hidden tricks of this and how certain things worked. And naturally, Wikipedia, because again, it's reliable. Check on, the, click on the sources, and then boom. Oh yeah. And, all right. So with that, all that out of the way, Jerry, what what do you remember?
1: From this Man. game when it first came out. So I remember, uh, I remember this was during the time or like around the buzz for MGS5, mm-hmm. and um, like Kojima was like kind of doing all this weird stuff. Like I think he came out during E3 with like a like a bunch of like maybe rags over his head or some shit, and you couldn't see his face. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and it was actually I think the trailer for Metal Gear Solid 5. I had a big like well coming out of the fucking ground or something. Mm-hmm. It, and, but it was like they weren't saying it was Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah. Um. So it was during that kind of time where Hideo Kojima was like just kind of doing weird shit, like trying to trick people and, and yeah, and all that. And I remember just hearing about. I mean, I remember I remember actually seeing the, the the actual icon for PT. And it's you know it's like a little uh tombstone or whatever in the grass, and it says Seven Seven Eight Zero Studios. <laughs> um. So I was like, ah. You know, okay. And I didn't really <clears throat> download it until I saw videos about it and they're like, dude, this is Silent Hills. Mm-hmm. Um and they talked about, you know, some of the people involved in it, obviously Hideo Kojima, uh, Del Toro, um, Norman Reedus. You know, of course at the time, uh the Walking Dead hype was like fucking oh, huge. Yeah. So, you mm-hmm. know, that was big. In, Yeah, it's back in what, uh twenty fourteen. So I mean, yeah, it's fucking huge. Um so I had to play it. And mm-hmm. I never beat it the way. Uh, I I, I never beat it and got that cutscene. I watched it on YouTube. It just it yeah seemed so crazy. I remember it like, you know, like there was like different routes it can go, and then whoever figured this out, like they're a fucking genius. Because even <laughs> he, even Hideo Kojima himself said, this is gonna take people forever to like figure out. Yeah, yeah. But it was beat like that day or something, like eight hours, nine hours, something fucking ridiculous. And there was all these different things like uh, I remember there's one because um, the PlayStation might, you know, the PlayStation came with a little microphone and you had to whisper like uh, a woman's name in it, which I don't even know how they got the woman's name. It wasn't Lisa, was it? Because I know that's the ghost uh, name, right?
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird how that works. I mean, it, apparent, apparent. that's the thing, too, even after all those times, mm-hmm. there's no like 100 percent like um, walkthrough or anything like that for sure. It's yeah, I mean, apparently it helps. And then if you say um a name Mm-hmm. The, the popular one is like Jared, but like apparently any name that starts with a j will kind of work too and, and that helps like complete part of the puzzle it's it's fucking insane
1: and how did, do you know how people
0: found that out like was
1: there any i i just i don't understand like that's something that's totally <laughs> like uh, like whoever thought of that i i would love to hear their reasoning or you know if it's something i missed
0: there there are clues in there and they're in like all these clues and how they're presented is pretty much the main reason why Kojima thought this is going to take like people a week or two to complete. Um okay. But we will get to that in a bit. Okay, um, okay. But yeah, um yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, this came out in 2014. It, it was announced actually in the middle of a Sony's games comp press conference. Um okay. And funny enough, you're, you're exactly right. Koji, Hideo Kojima is notorious for fucking with people, specifically his fans. Um There's obviously the, the Metal Gear Solid 2, Fake out where you know, everyone's excited to play as Solid Snake, then you end up playing as a uh, Raiden. Yeah. Um. Then there's the whole um like you said he he whenever they uh show trailers for Metal Gear Solid 5 they announced it as the Phantom Pain, and like right. you said, like, it's all this trippy like fucking whale uh fiery whale coming out of the ground with like text like "Am I in Hell" or something, and it's a guy the character looks like it's Big Boss, but you don't see enough of him to know for sure. And yeah, he's coming out in like bandages and stuff and then he finally takes it off it's like, "Oh, it's Kojima." i was like, "Yeah, it's Metal Gear Solid 5." And it's like, we all knew, but you know, he, he just loves messing with people like that. Um,
2: yeah.
0: And sure, sh- and this is part for the course. Yeah, um, I thought it was funny when I watched it because I wanted to make sure I picked the right, you know, year and stuff. They re- did the reveal trailer for PT right after the showcase for uh, MGS5.
2: Okay, so, shit.
0: So he wasn't even like trying to like, I guess he was hiding it in plain sight. But it was right, more like right. right after it, like he just like, yep, this is B two by the way. Um, it was a great little teaser trailer. Cause it just shows like some of the text in the game and like a little bit of the hallways and stuff with the main hallway. And then they showed like some, uh, pe- people's reactions to it. And it was like done. It was like a 45 second to a minute clip. And then it was like, go play it. And I'm, like, okay, cool. And yeah, there was no indication that it was from, uh, Kojima productions or that it was a silent hill game. So they did a really good job. Uh, Keeping that mystery alive, but also like showing enough to go, OK, this seems really cool. And kind of like you, it was just word of mouth. Like my, I was at my cousin's house and I just so happened to have my PlayStation 4. And then they told me like, hey, we heard about this. We heard it's really good. I'm like, OK, I mean, yeah, I'll just yeah. download it and play it. And sure enough, yeah, I play it like, oh, my God, this is horrifying. <laughs> it's fucking intense. Yeah. And I, I actually replayed it. I still have it on my PS4, thankfully. I was actually able to replay it. And I can say without a doubt, it, um, it holds up well. It's still terrifying.
1: One thing I will say is the graphics were beautiful, man. Like just the texture. Cause I think there's like wooden floors that had kind of like a fishbone kind mm-hmm. of uh, layout. Like it, it was really, really beautiful. Even the filth of the house. Cause I think the house got like yeah dirtier and nastier the more times you went around and and even that just was like, fuck, oh, that looks.
0: Well, you know it's funny. R- it's funny about that too is they kind of toned it down. Apparently, that was it toned mm-hmm. down. In 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 that de- that te- teaser, they toned it down because they wanted to make it seem more indie-ish, and um, they capped the 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 frame rate at 30, 30 okay. per second. So like you're right, it looks beautiful, but it's just insane to think that that was it like at half power. <laughs> at half power. Uh, something like that. Like it, it was, you know, it was held back. It wasn't like fully unleashed until like the end Like That's like what its full c- c- capability could have been. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, for anyone who hasn't uh played this, and now I, I would say, you know, usually this is where I would say go play it. Obviously. Um, but if you've never heard of this, and don't have it. Then th- you can't. And for yeah. that, I'm sorry. And we'll get into why that's the case in a bit. But yeah, it's, it's delisted from the online store. So the only people who have it are the people who have already downloaded it before, you know, it got taken out the stores. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll kind of jump into like a little bit of the gameplay. It's pretty simple. It's, it's a teaser. So like, if you know what you're doing, you could probably beat it in about 45 minutes to an hour. I say easy. Um, so what it is, like you're right, like the studio comes up 7780S. And then, uh, a black screen comes up with a text and the text says, watch out. The gap in the door is a separate reality. The only me is me. Are you sure the only you is you? And so, um, your vision comes up. You see some roaches. I think they're banging. That doesn't matter. You see roaches crawling about. <laughs> you're the, you know, you're in the empty room. It's like all creepy and stuff. The door opens by itself or someone opens the door. I'm not sure. Right. Um, and I'm naturally like, all right, I'm just going to. Go through the door, and you kind of just you're in this like a hallway. This is all in first person too, um, and like it's it's creepy, but nothing's happening. You know, it, it's it's a it looks abandoned and stuff. Um, you kind of walk through the hallway, you turn, and I guess you get into like the the entrance of the house. I don't know what you call that, not the study, but I'm just, I'm just gonna say like the entrance, like the the lobby, whatever. Um, and while this is happening, there's a there's a, like a ham radio playing. And it's talking about uh, an event of like a family side, a family side. Uh, dad killed his uh, wife and kids. Right. And, and you know, saying like, oh, he was like, you know, it seemed like he was in a trance or something. They said he was repeating numbers to himself. Um, and nothing to hear is like, oh, the wife was pregnant. Then he killed like He shot his son, then shot his daughter. And that, oh, this is actually in uh, like the third or fourth uh side, it's been like a string of murders so like this is actually pretty crazy and they you know it's kind of like uh it's like very creepy and i think it's like setting up of uh, the picture of like what's about to happen right um and i don't know if it's in this first part or the next part but sometimes uh there'll be like interruptions in the broadcast uh the announcer all of a sudden will go creepy like don't touch that dial now we're just getting started or like you can't, trust, that, yeah. yeah, you can't trust the tap water. It was like, and, and, but it's like, so, and then it just happens, and then it just keeps going. You're like, what the hell? It's like that part is, I, you know, the first like creepy thing to happen. Then you like, you can't walk out the front door, as I'm sure that's some, the instinct of most people would have. Yeah, um, but then there's there. like exactly. So, um, so then like you have to go to like I guess the end, the end, the door at the end, which looks like it's going to the basement because there, there's some stairs that go down. But when you open this door, you're right at the beginning of the hallway where you first started when you left that other room. And then – so, like, this is, like, the first indication of, like – the first major indication of, okay, what the fuck is happening?
1: Like, Like you're – separate realities, Groundhog's Day, something like that.
0: Exactly, like what the guy said. Like, the gap in the door, it's a separate reality. So, like, you're kind of stuck in a loop, purgatory, you know, whatever it is. Hmm. And I'm not going to go in specific order of how things happen because – it can vary, and also like it's. I didn't take notes because I felt like if I just paused in the middle of this game, it would have taken me out of it. So right. I'm going off memory too. Um, luckily it's short, and also again, I didn't want to play this game any longer than I had to. I love so, it, but it's just I, fucking draining.
1: <laughs> can I ask you this? So did you, yeah. uh, did you actually get to the end? Did you get to the
0: trailer? Yes, in uh, at okay. the time, at the time I did, and in this one. Uh, when I when I last played it yet and I'm not gonna lie both times I'm not really sure how I completed the last puzzle honestly um yeah to say the the puzzles are like obtuse would be a great understatement so for
1: you like like now that you're older was there any indication I mean obviously there's that easy one like the blue x in the photo and you press the x and it gouges out the eyes
0: um, yeah yeah that 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 one was pretty it's so funny like you look at that and you go like oh that's obvious but i remember like at the time we're like what i don't know about you maybe you found it out quickly but me i'm like i see the x the uh there's a picture of like a married couple uh wedding photo mm-hmm. and there's like a blue x on it and it, it says gouge it out and so i'm like what what do i do i don't know what to do like so i am pressing all these buttons like i zoom in on it which is r3 that's like one of the few things you can do and like i was just i didn't like connect in my head that oh a blue x oh it's the x on the playstation controller press that and then it works <laughs> it that didn't that didn't cross my mind till like maybe 5 minutes after just like going like i don't know what to do right right did you figure that out right away or that you kind of got stuck on that part too
1: yeah uh, <clears throat> once i found that shade of blue like once i saw that shade of blue i was like oh Maybe it's the X button, so I I pressed it. But to be fair, I like I said, I never beat it all the way. And then on mm-hmm. top of that, um, it was on my original PS4 that broke, mm-hmm. so I I don't even I don't I don't even have it anymore, unfortunately.
0: Oh uh, yeah, oh god, yeah, that sucks, man. Ooh, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny when I was talking to Alyssa about this, and I told her about that specific little like puzzle, she just goes. That's so fucking pretentious. I went, that's Kojima for you. <laughs> <laughs> I love the man, but that's, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's fair. Um, so anyway, yeah, you got, you, you, like I said, that's part of the puzzle to do that, gouge it out. And then like, cause the door like closes. Or oh, the door, yeah, the door is, is closed. So like, you're, and you're stuck. So until you do mm-hmm. that part, then like the door will open and you can kind of like continue. But like I said, all you're doing is like, you go through that door, you're just going through a loop. It's the same thing yeah, over yeah. and over and then like some slight changes will happen. The big one will be that um there's like a a door in the middle of the hallway before like you get to the end door and that's the door of the bathroom and right. like, one in one particular loop you're walking past it and then just <laughs> do, 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 do real quick and it it oh. I totally forgot about that it scared <laughs> but, the shit out of you, yeah. it scared the shit out of me too, because this time too, this is the first time I played with headphones. A thousand times worse. A thousand oh, yeah. times worse. Oh my god. And, um, another quick thing to uh, point out in this game sound design, fucking phenomenal. It's so important in games, especially horror games, and they fucking nailed it. It's the sounds they make. It's like, um, so mm-hmm. I like, like the, uh, the grudge sounds, kind of like that. Very similar. Really? I think so, yeah, because you, like, you know, you hear the bounding on the door, and then you go, uh oh. Oh, but it's like no, more like fuck, no. yeah it's like more like i guess it sounds kind of staticky it's not entirely human right which i mentioned so, the point
1: so at the time you didn't like you didn't play it with headphones or anything like that
0: no because um like i said i was at my cousin's house and i did this so they were watching okay, me okay, play yeah. it so like we all wanted to like you know experience it and yeah, even then like yeah it, it might have been worse than the people because you know i might have missed something but then they go oh my god and then it's like what oh, what happened yeah, yeah um then there's another part too like you're walking you know uh again through the loop and when you go to like the little like the i guess the entrance of the room it's kind of it's like a i guess what's that word a landing like with the second story yeah yeah is that what you say yeah so um when you're walking past this like glass pane falls down oh yeah like, i remember oh, that oh yeah and you're like oh what the fuck so your natural instinct just like kind of like look to where it fell to see like what happened and you just see this ghostly apparition of a woman oh, and that, she has that's this... the
1: first time she kind of
0: yep. shows up right mm-hmm. lisa mm-hmm. the famous lisa and uh you can't exactly tell how she looks because it's dark and stuff but like you can see her smiling yeah and then yeah, she's, yeah. and then mm-hmm. she just backs away and disappears and you're just like oh
1: yeah. Yeah. That, that was, so the design for Lisa was, ru- I mean, it, it was phenomenal. Um, I, I know at that point you're kind of seeing her from a distance, but as you mm. play, you know, she, you kind of get a, a closer up look. And, uh, from what I understand, these guys kind of did a kind of, I guess what uh dead space did. Cause like, from what I, from my understanding, dead space looked at a bunch of car accidents, mm-hmm. um, so these guys must have looked at maybe uh, uh, bodies that were like uh, dead and been dead for a while, like maybe on a mm-hmm. body farm or, or whatever. Yeah. And really. um, yeah, it was like, I mean, it, it, the skin's fucking, uh, and then the, the mouth's got, uh, it, it, it's just, it, it's, yeah. Bad, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, it's fucking, ugh, it's gross, man.
0: Yeah, they did a really good. It's, it's like gross, but it's not like gory. It's like, it's just,
1: it's realistic. I mean, yeah. death makes you uncomfortable. Like, yeah, you know, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah, the coloring and everything. And I know, um, like I said, if you, heard, if you haven't heard this or played it, Google it, YouTube it. There are plenty of videos. This was all the rage for like a couple weeks. So, you,
2: oh
0: yeah, yeah, you, you know, all the you know the the great ones, you know, Markiplier, <laughs> PewDiePie, Game Grumps, whatever you like. Um, plenty of uh, streamers. They. There is no shortage of videos. And, uh, what I like too is, and this is part of the the craziness of the game, is that there are slight differences in each one. D- different, slightly different things happen. And I didn't know that until I watch other people play it. It's it's pretty crazy to see. Like I said, we'll jump into that later. Um, but yeah, then, uh, another famous jump scare though is when, um, you know, you're going to the, the indoor because, like, nothing's happening. I'm not indoor the plant. I'm a fucking nerd. <laughs> not indoor the- from Star Wars. You're going to the, the door to restart, reset the loop. And all of a sudden, the door just closes as you walk towards it. Yeah. And and then you hear the bathroom door kind of like creak open behind you. Or, oh no 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 no, the door is closed. I sorry, dropped the gun a bit. The door is closed, and you kind of like have to like look around Mm -hmm. to see like what you have to do. The bathroom door is slightly ajar. So you know, naturally, you go in there. You're like, oh, can I can I go in there? Can I open it? You can't do anything in this game, really. But like I said, you can zoom in on stuff with R three. It's kind of like Outlast in the way that yeah, well, you
1: can't even hide, but but in the way that you're you're defenseless.
0: Yes, exactly. That's a that's a very good um comparison. So you you're, you're trying to like uh go into the door, but then like you hear a baby start to cry, yeah, and, and like the, you know some string music plays and it's like oh shit so like you're trying to see what you, you can't go in there you're trying to do all these things and you figure it out you know like i guess you were like maybe i can see it so you press R3 to zoom in fucking lisa then pops up real quick with like mm. a creepy smile and then closes the door real quick and then the in the the door to reset the loop unlocks so they can go in there and Obviously, though, at that point, you're like, get me the fuck out of here. I'm done. Yeah, dude. Uh, Yeah. That baby, man. That, that, uh. The Rita's. Yeah, we'll we'll get into it. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. A crying child is like one of the worst things to hear. And then, especially in a horror game, because.
1: At that point, it's a baby. It's crying. It's wiggling. It's it's something. (laughs) Something's going on. Something's
0: happening, and it's not good. Um, yeah. So then the next loop, that's when, like, the door closes in front of you, and then the bathroom door opens, like, fully behind you so now you can actually go in there um and that's when uh you see something flashing on the ground you get a flashlight yeah, so then yeah. you, know, you you get your flashlight now you have a flashlight then the bathroom door closes behind you by itself you look around for a bit in this bathroom it's you know it's gross it's abandoned but then you look in the sink and you see probably the most horror, one of the most horrifying sights you could ever yeah. see it's um it's a fetus and it's not and it's like I would assume what maybe two or three months in. I don't know. It's it's a un, it's an undeveloped fetus. It's it's you can see like its appendages kind of, but it doesn't have like digits. It's got a mouth, but no eyes. Um, its body. It's like I said, it's kind of like it's the it's a blob, but it's kind of like if you got like the clay and started making a baby, and before you could get into the details, someone just goes, all right, you're done.
1: So it looks like it's in between the two month and three month period. I just pulled up a picture. Oh, so around okay. two to three months. Is that around uh, around four months the head becomes more normal to what a baby's head uh, would look like? Because I remember one thing about the fetus is it just it had this elongated like head. So I yeah. I'm, it's probably in between two and three months.
0: Yeah, and it's 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 horrifying. Yeah. It then starts yeah. crying, and then uh, another neat little detail though is like if you look at its chest, you see its little heartbeat
1: yeah yeah and And it's just screaming and and its mouth just opens opens up wider than than it should yeah
0: it is horrible and then um the music starts playing and then you hear like a little creepy sound and i think at this point you kind of realize that that this little sound is associated with the ghost lisa so you know like oh shit she's out there and then you Mm -hmm. see the door handle start jiggling and at this point, maybe you're praying for death, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, because this is happening, and then the baby's crying, and like it's literal hell, like it's a it's just overstimulating. <laughs> yeah, but then yeah. uh, you know, finally it passes, the door opens, and then you get to walk out, and then uh, this is where we get into the whole, uh, I guess, what is it, obtuse puzzles part of the game? Okay. Because now it's like okay, you're walking around, you can keep walking through the loops, but then nothing changes. Right. Uh, until you might notice, though, there's like a, a photo frame. There's a frame on the wall, and it looks like it's missing pictures, uh, pieces of the picture. Uh, so then you have to find the pieces of the missing pieces of this picture, and they're like hidden around the loop. And the way you do that is you find them, you zoom okay. in, you zoom in on them, and then like this, it will like make a quick little scary sound, sound like a, I guess like kind of like a quick white noise quick static um, some text will pop on the up on the screen for like a split second and then if you look back at the picture though that piece will like be there so you have to find six of these okay and they are there's no there's no clues of where to find them you just kind of have to you know look around and then like eventually find it my favorite one though is i had to look this up one of the missing pictures and this is such a kojima thing to do one of the missing pictures is in the menu. You have to pause the game, press what? R3. You have to pause the game, press R3, and then like the game will flash. It'll be like, Oh, you found a picture. You, you found a missing piece. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know. It's like, how the hell are you going to figure that out? That's so, <laughs> that's a dick move. But again, like, I, I, I remember when I found that out and I saw it and I did it, I, my first, my first thought was fucking Kojima. Because <laughs> it's such a thing for him to do.
1: Yeah. He's like, he, I mean, he's known for, for doing that kind of stuff. And, and putting in these weird uh details like like uh not to go off track too much, but like Metal Gear Solid 2, you can zoom in on like cups and stuff that have ice and the mm-hmm. ice will melt. <laughs> like that's such you know, it's crazy detail.
0: Yeah, it is. Or like uh like kind of related to this, like how he messes with the player through a meta level, psychomantis is obviously the the big one.
2: Right, right. Where he's right.
0: like, he reads your memory card and like moves your controller and stuff. So like, this is nothing new for him, but it's just, like, really, dude? Like, come on now. I'm, like, we're trying to get through this. Um, anyway. So you find the pieces to these things. The text pops mm-hmm. up. Um, and what I did notice too is that these, the text that pops up for a split second, if you catch it real quick, um, all of them are in different languages. And, um, these are actually the clues to the final puzzle. So people had to like decipher them. And then not only that, mm-hmm. if you didn't know the language, you probably have to go online and hope that someone who does speak the language and can read it will, like, post them and go, hey, this is, what it, this is what mine said. This is what it said in, you know, like, Italian. Like, what about this one that was, like, in, like, you know, French or something? Right. So it kind of forced people to, you know, work together to solve this. And I couldn't help but to think when I was reading this and I was, like, looking at that. That's this is kind of like where the idea I feel for Death Stranding came about, because <laughs> that whole game is about you know getting people to work together and stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And so I like I mean and, and especially too with like you know who's involved in that game and Norman everything. Reed, yeah, like, it, and it makes sense. It makes sense. But it, like it's that makes sense. But like kind of seeing that idea, like that main premise of work together and then things will be easier, like originate in this. Totally different game. It, it, I, I, that is a kind of a neat little thing to find out. Um, also, though, real quick, while this is happening, you think, like, is there any kind of threat to you now at this point? What's the ghost lady do? I think this is the point of the game where the ghost lady, Lisa, can kill you. I don't yeah. know. Wh- I don't know what triggers it, which makes it worse, honestly. I I think I know, like, if you stand still for too long, she'll kill you. And how it happens, it's just so sudden. Like, just at a like that. You, you just see her face in front of you. The camera's shaking. You're like, it's making this crazy, gross sound. And then you hear, like, a, a, a neck snap. And, like, I think a stabbing. And, like, it feels like innards are getting... It sounds like things are getting pulled out of you. You don't see it, though. Yeah. It's just... It's, just, it's fucking crazy.
1: And that's when you get the real good, like... Because she's in your face. Yes! And, and she's missing one eye. Like, her other eye's cloudy. It's just green shit's coming out. i mean it, it it's crazy because like i said it's not like a zombie movie where it just looks totally unrealistic or whatever it's mm-hmm. like it it looks like a corpse is walking like it's just it's disturbing in that way i guess
0: no yeah it is and then um what's cool though is that you know when you die the uh it, it will look like it's starting up again the logo for the studio will pop up
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then you you start back in the room where you um, you know like when you first have when you first loaded the game, if mm-hmm. you look around the room though this time after you die, you'll see like there's a there's a table in a corner, kind of in a dark corner, and you go mm-hmm. to that table, you see a bloody bag,
2: yeah, a bloody brown I,
0: bag, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And if you zoom in on the bag, it starts to move a bit, and then it starts talking, yeah, and in this really deep voice, I'm not gonna try to imitate it, but it was really deep voice. It, it it says to the player, "I walked." I could do nothing but walk. And then I saw me walking in front of myself, but it wasn't really me. Watch out, the gap in the door, it's a separate reality. The only me is me, or sure, the only you is you. So with that little message, you go back out there and then, you know, if you know at this point what to do, you, you try to get all the missing pieces of the picture and like, you know, complete the puzzle. But yeah, that's like a, a, another total what the fuck moment. With this re- like bloody program, I'm back talking to you. I remember one part that really
1: fucked me up. Was there's like one go around that the fridge is like hanging from a, uh, I don't, I don't know. It's just hanging from the ceiling or whatever, and the fridge is just hanging, or it's wrapped up, and there's blood leaking on the ground, and it's a red light. Um, yes. Yeah, that was fucking weird. That was crazy.
0: Yeah, so this that's actually the part right after if you complete the uh, the puzzle pieces, uh, the missing pieces of the picture. Um. So when you go to the picture, when it's complete, you'll see the text. If you zoom in on it, my voice, can you hear it? The sign, can you read it? I'll wait forever if you'll just come to me. Um. So you know, you you go through the door, you 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 finally advance, and this is where mm. it, where that uh next bit pops up. What you said when you go into like the the main in the entrance, it's it's there's red lighting, and like you said, yeah, there's like oh just a fridge. Hanging from the ceiling and it's like blood leaking out. And this is where the, the radio comes back and it'll say uh the, the announcer goes, after killing his family, the father hung himself with a garden hose they had in the garage. And, and actually, I did not know this, though, either. Someone pointed out that real quick, uh, you can hear a muffled voice saying umbilical cord instead of garden hose in the background. Really? Mm hmm. So I which, oh. you know, oh. you. You you connect the dots there. I'm not going to say it. <laughs>
2: That's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah.
0: Good lord. Um yeah, so then um you when you're going to the door, I think this text has been here for a while, but I need to point it out now. When you go to like the door to reset the loop, above it there's like writing and it says "Forgive me, Lisa. There's a monster inside of me." Um so then when you reset the loop on the next go around, the fridge is still there. But now, like, it's, before it was just kind of hanging with the blood. Now it's fucking like rocking back and forth violently and there's a baby crying. Again, you probably know what that's about. Yeah. <laughs> and again, like, the, the, just having that going back and forth and the crying and stuff, it's like, it's horrible. Um, but under that, uh, the fridge, you'll see like writing on the wall and it says, I can hear them calling to me from, and then it's just kind of blank. Mm-hmm. If you look around the the room, you'll see that uh, by a phone in the corner of the other side of the hallway, it says "hello" on the wall. So if you look at "hello" and then look away, and then go back to like the writing, a letter's missing. So you just keep doing that back and forth until like the only uh, letter on there is "o." And then when you go back to like you know the the sentence on the in the entrance of the fridge. Then it mm-hmm. says I can hear them calling to me from hell. And then you zoom in on that, you hear like a crate of maniacal evil uh laughter from a woman. Like ah, ah,
2: ah, ah and
0: that's when the the loop is uh reset again, then you can like advance. It's it's horrible. <laughs>
1: I think that's around where I got. So I remember hello being written yes. uh on the wall. But to to be honest, I did watch the uh, play through on somebody who, who completed it so I, I don't know but yeah man I I just yeah, it, remember this was this was just it was crazy it just got progressively like and you're kind of eased into it like progressively mm-hmm. more unsettling until finally the floodgates open
0: yeah exactly it's um and then it gets like uh you know it's like I said, it's very stressful already because it's so scary but then I like, can get even more frustrating with like the puzzles that are like how the hell am I supposed to figure this out so I can see right. why a lot there's a there's a you know there's a it's, a, it's not for everyone even if you're into horror games because it's like this is stupid like how am I supposed to do this on my own um but again maybe that was the point of it and I don't know the exact order of these events but I'm just gonna say them in how I thought I think it's happened when you reset the loop again um uh, like the little like chandelier chandelier light is red mm-hmm. kind of just swaying back and forth and the the radio is playing is like playing some audio in swedish and i don't speak swedish um and right. so at the time i'm like what the hell is this and again this is another cool thing though is like, you know pewdiepie is swedish so like he's hearing this and going oh that's swedish and then like he's trying to like you know translate it as it's happening so that's again another cool way i like people have found out like what uh is going on in this game
1: so do you think that was a strategic because obviously at the time pewdiepie was like one of the i mean it still is i think one of the biggest um youtubers and at that mm-hmm. time you know he did pretty much only gaming and i mean do you see that maybe being a strategic kind of move on on konami's part or do you think it was just kind of uh, just kind of went to the theme
0: of teamwork so they just put in a random language i think it was t- i think it was coincidence maybe all but now that you mm-hmm. say it, I, I didn't think about that at all it wouldn't surprise me if they kind of knew like hey this might be a little hard for some people but we know like the most popular you know game a gaming not only gaming channel but just channel on youtube in general is you know beauty pie he's swedish he knows the language If we put this in here maybe we'll like kind of like oh what the hell
1: yeah because i mean i I feel like i feel like they're that smart you know what i mean like like that's true i mean but obviously it could just be a coincidence but i mean you know this game kind of like never i mean obviously it never came out Mm -hmm. do you see yourself if it would have came out buying it and playing it yourself or maybe going on to your favorite uh youtubers channel like pewdiepie or whoever and watching them play just because i mean like i like i I said previously you know scary uh horror games can be kind of stressful depending on Mm -hmm. how intense they
0: are i 100% would have gotten this game no doubt um i probably would have had to go online a lot to like progress Mm -hmm. through certain things if like it would if it kept this level of like you know um what's the word of just you know intensity intensity and not only intensity but just like this is like fucking um ps1 this is like original resident evil puzzles where it's like how the fuck am i supposed to know how to do that that makes no sense you know like it reminds me of like
1: hereditary the video game because it's like got that kind of
0: oh that's a sense of dread yeah you know that's really good yeah that's a oh god that's a whole thing um yeah that's Probably would have done something like that. It would have probably taken me, like, a year, like, a few months to beat, though, just from like, all the stress and being like, I need a break, man. I can't do this. By what? the end of it, your lifespan
1: was, like, is, like, down five years from all the stress. I,
0: I've, I've aged ten years in a year because of this game. I, I imagine, though, you would have gotten, a, like, probably the same thing. Like, oh, God, like, I need to take a break. But, like, I'll play yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, see, I, I'm, I'm more of a baby when it comes to you uh, or when it comes to horror games compared to you. Really? You know, yeah, because like, I haven't played Alien Isolations. I haven't beaten Outlast 2. I haven't beaten Resident Evil 7. Um, cause it just got to a point where it's like, I think I said it in a past episode, like, it just became too stressful when I'm playing, like, when I'm outside of work, you know, I have this mm-hmm. little bit of time that, you know, I'm not trying to be stressed out for, cause it's different than a horror movie. A horror movie, two mm-hmm. hours and that's it. For a video game, it could be eight hours. 10 hours 20 30 hours and and if it was like you know that intense that entire time because at least in i guess in dead space i mean it it, there was some lapses in intensity i guess something kind of let you get your breath and even that i played it maybe chapter chapter by chapter i wasn't like just you know doing an eight hour marathon of it like right that's just not the way i play so I, i don't know man like you're you're much more adventurous when it comes to uh, horror games and in, in my opinion i actually bought a new one called beast within and that one i'm like i'm holding off on playing it
0: that's funny it's because you know i feel like it's the opposite when it comes to movies you know i'm more of a baby when it comes to horror movies i love horror movies obviously but, but I, you're definitely you delve more into like the crazy shit than i do that's for sure
1: yeah yeah i, I enjoy it but like i said it's a quick mm-hmm. it's, it's a quick thing and then also it's not happening to you so you kind of have that sense of uh i mean you can be grossed out or scared like right scares or whatever but and in, in the video game is more like, I guess there's more of a connection because you're, it's active. active, you know? Yeah. And yeah, it's definitely interactive. It's, it's just different.
0: Like you're you in you're like you know, watching a movie and go, bitch, don't go in there. In the video game, you're the bitch.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're being forced. like you know in order to go forward in this game, you gotta be the bitch. You gotta, move it. you gotta go forward.
0: Your your instincts telling you to run, but it's like I I wanna progress the story, so I'm just gonna have to go say fuck it and just go I'm gonna talk to the baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um yeah like it's, yeah it's 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 so bad um like I said I I um I, I think I got to this point in the game and I couldn't figure it out with my cousins and then I didn't beat this part till I was by myself at, mm-hmm. at home maybe like a week later I think um or a couple days um after you get to that part with the whole uh like weird radio uh transmission this is where it gets really trippy it, it, the, everything's like super hazy like it's just, mm. what's the word? Ethereal, ethereal. What's the fucking word? A- ethereal. There you go. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like you said, the what I mentioned before, it's it's like it's all you can do in this game is like walk really slowly. And then now all of a sudden you you're fucking like you're hauling crev man. You're 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 going. You're like you're seeing bolt. You're like running around the hall the hallways. But now like it's not the regular loop. Now it's kind of like a maze. And like everything's red. And now the pictures, all the pictures are like eyeballs and like they're like spinning and going in different directions yeah, and stuff yeah. and it's just like it's almost like hell it really is got that feeling and there's this music playing and the music playing about goes just like Whoa. like i said it's just it's unnatural and you like you know like you're not in the real world but you're not in the afterlife either You like said maybe like that purgatory type of feeling but it's, i wouldn't even describe it as that either because it's just not how you'd imagine something like that it's just so bizarre
1: so do you think maybe they used uh, binaural sounds or you know anything below – I think it's 18 hertz kind of – it's inaudible, but it gives you a weird, uneasy feeling. Do you think they, think they maybe used – because from my understanding, movies do it all the time mm. um, to kind of make the you know watcher feel uneasy. Do you yeah. Th- I mean did you feel like – well, see, I, I just feel like cause the whole thing was intense. So there's no lapse where you're just freaking out and nothing's
0: going on. Yeah, happen. yeah, because like, it's so short. So it's like, yeah. you know, it, it it can't really afford a break in it because it's just like the only break is the beginning. But even then, like you just know something's gonna happen. That's the break, and then the mm-hmm. shit happens. I wouldn't doubt if they. I'm pretty sure they did do that. Like you said, they're they're pretty smart. I'm sure they, with all these um atten- attention to these all these small little details, it would actually shock me if they didn't do something like that. And if they didn't, then that's kind of scary too, because then it just tells me, oh, it could have been worse. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, you would be freaked out and <laughs> not even know why. That's exactly. Panic
0: yeah, so like you're you're running through this thing and like like I said, I was doing it for like the first time, like 10 minutes because I have no idea what the hell is happening. Um, but if you kind of like slow down instead of like just going like sprinting in the round the hallways, you'll notice that one of the picture frames fell and there's a small mm-hmm. little hole and you can actually peep in the hole and it's like the you can actually see the bathroom and then um this is where it gets even crazier um nothing, there's nothing happening but you can hear stuff happening like you, so you can't see anything but you hear it so like like it's just maybe in of, a different part of the house do you think um or it's like maybe a parallel universe or something where like you like it's happening in this place but not in this universe maybe i can see something like that maybe, okay. it's, in a, maybe it's in a different loop maybe each loop is a different re- reality you know like reality within reality i don't want to go too crazy in it, you know but like something like that i can imagine where it's like taking place in the same space, just not the same uh, timeline. That would be my guess. And,
1: you know, I just watched a video on like uh, quantum physics. <laughs> and, uh, dude, it, it it's fucking crazy. Like when they go into like the different realities and how when electrons aren't being monitored, they're mm-hmm. like a wave, which should be impossible. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as they are monitored, they go into like a more uh they go into a different form, I guess that's that's more like a normal form for matter.
2: Yeah. So
1: they they theorize in order to do that, like the wave is going back in time and changing into whatever that other state is. Oh, so if Lord. you're watching something from hundreds <laughs> of millions of miles away, it went back in time a hundred million uh years to to change into the form that's supposed to be
0: jesus christ i don't need this right now man <laughs> i'm sorry i just yeah <laughs> oh god i thought you bad enough with this now it's like real life shit <laughs> so it's, what you hear you, you you hear like it looks like you hear like is uh someone being dra- dragged into the bathroom okay a, a woman and and then we have like the radio announcer back and he says i've got a message for all you folks down there in uh radio land now's the time for action our society is rotten to the core I'm talking to all the fine, upstanding folks who got their welfare, welfare cut, got their jobs pulled out from under them. Yeah, you, you know what to do. Now's the time. Do it. And this is where you hear like a, a knife being like unsheathed, a woman screaming, and then you hear just chopping and then death gargles. And yeah, you kind of know what happened there yeah and, and then when you uh when you back out from the because you gotta you gotta hold r3 the whole time you know to zoom in on the whole and then when you back out now there's like there's uh something right on the wall above it and it says no turning back now so if you go um around the corner and go into the bathroom you know again nothing's happened there's nothing in there but if the fetus is back it's in the sink again and it starts talking to you <laughs> like like Just screaming straight up. or like actually talking as a deep uh, adult male voice. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> and it's just talking to you, um, very calmly. Matter of fact, and um, I'm gonna come back to this later what it says, because this actually to be important to like one of the theories okay. of what this game is about. So I'll say it now, but I'll come back to it in a bit specific uh, to for a specific part. So the, the the fetus says to you, the player, you know, you got fired, so you drowned your sorrows in booze. She had to get a part time job working at a grocery store cash register. Only reason she could earn a wage at all is the manager liked how she looked at a skirt. You remember, right? Exactly ten months back. Stops talking, and you just keep walking until you see the—it becomes kind of normal again. You see, like, the the regular entrance and stuff, the landing, whatever. And then with the loop, you go through the door, and then everything's back to normal now. You're back into, like, the normal hallway. And— nothing happens like you're just kind of walking around like there's nothing like right. there. you can't go through the door the bathroom door is locked there's no like weird puzzles or nothing but then all of a sudden like the game kind of like the screen like the actual game screen like kind of like oh what's the word glitches out like it doesn't look right. it looks like it's been like um distorted there's the whole arkham
1: asylum shit
0: yeah exactly exactly like that and you're like oh what the fuck that's weird and then um in a in a deep distorted voice again like deep throat uh you just hear you hear, you hear the, the the guy go 204863 204863 which is the numbers that uh the the fathers would say to themselves before they killed their families and it just keeps saying that and then like okay, so
1: wait go back to that so the 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 fathers where where are you getting that information from
0: like the um, fathers? Uh, remember what I said uh, in the the radio announcer would say like, oh, the father like killed his family and that uh-huh. he was re- repeating numbers to himself. OK. Yeah. And, so, and... so they didn't say that in the actual report, but like in the creepy voice, okay. the, the announcer uh, all of a sudden just out of nowhere went 204863. So you kind of know like, oh, that's what it was probably. OK, OK. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah. sorry that's my bad i forgot to mention that part
1: no 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 because uh, you said father so it kind of fucked me up like this was uh, an
0: or something <laughs> I mean, well, maybe it was that thing. it's kind of hinted that it was like it was kind of like spreading or something or it could have just been yeah. this thing just fucking with the player there's a lot of ways this could go um right but yeah the screen's like getting all it's all glitched out the uh, the voices just keeps repeating the numbers 204863 and then like you have the weird music playing again and then all of a sudden, the, there's the baby crying again, and it's like it's all echoing, and it's like getting all crazy and crazy and crazy, and you're like, what the fuck is happening? And then you get a crash screen. Um, okay. And each one is different. There are different ones. Um, The first one I got was a, a yellow one, and it says – it's in a bunch of different languages, but in English. Okay. Uh, it will say, like, I'll call later. And then it has it in Japanese. It has it in, I believe, Italian, mm. uh, French, and all these other ones. And it just repeats. So, it, it, depending on what country you have your PS4 located, does that change the language, or it's random? I think it's random because when I the first time I played it, I got the yellow mm. screen. When I replayed it this last time, I posted mm. two on our Instagram and Twitter. Um, I got the screen that says this game is purely fictitious. It cannot harm you in any shape, way, shape, or form.
1: Yeah, I saw that, and and so do you think that's maybe a hint? Because I know there's different uh paths, like I said, that the puzzles go on, mm-hmm. and there's different puzzles you can get. Do you think that color is a uh kind of maybe a hint to which path you've gotten or which path you're gonna go through?
0: I yeah, see that's the thing. I'm not entirely sure. I tried to look a little bit into like if what if the what the crash screens could mean if you've mm-hmm. done something in a certain way. I couldn't really find anything for sure though, so I don't know if like maybe there is something and we just don't know yet or like right. it, it is just completely random. um. And to kind of, these aren't too big into the whole theories of the game. So I'll kind of touch into like what the other screens are. Uh, like I said, there's the black screen that says this game is purely fictitious. Can I harm you in any sh- way, shape or form? There's another black screen where it says, fix this damn bug in parentheses, cause equals question mark, question mark in parentheses before release. Like it's a developer note. Then, um, oh, this is probably one of the, uh, a great one. I think Upside Down. It's a gray screen. And if you flip it, it says, uh, "Development halted due to inexplicable bug." And I, that's the one I think uh. actually might be the most telling. Okay. And then there's a red screen that says, "I'm heading there now." Then there's a, the this yellow one that says, "I'll call later." Right, right. And there's a white one, and this is a very another interesting one. I don't know exactly what it means though, and I haven't heard a lot of people talk about this one, which is crazy. Um, but the white one says, knowing you, I was sure you'd notice this game and play it. I will never can never forget that day 20 years ago. I have something to tell you. Contact me, Jay. Uh, yeah, I don't know but, why
1: that gave, gave me goosebumps. I don't know. I don't, know. Like, I, don't even, I don't know who the fuck Jay is, but it's like, it, I feel like we're being led on to something that maybe we shouldn't. Be like, do you think that 20 <laughs> years ago is maybe a, a a nod to another Kojima game or, or project, maybe a Konami project or something like maybe. that?
0: Maybe I think that now, like, especially with that theory we we'll get into in a bit, this might this is the one that's probably the most telling of something. Like, right? This might be a, but th- I think the only thing that would be kind of off is that you know it says like you know J, it's because you know it's Hideo Kojima. There's I mean, there's a J in there, but it's not like an initial. Right, but I don't know like maybe it's a nickname or it's like an insider thing i'm not I'm not sure like maybe the j is means something else in you know Japanese language. I can't say for sure, um but yeah, just seeing that like in universe, it works well, obviously, but outside too, on a meta level, it's like, what the fuck is this like this is this feels like yeah, like I said, like it's a note between developers that we as players should not be seeing right. Um, And I think that's kind of the thing, too, because I a lot of because what happens after this screen plays is the game goes black and then the logo pops up again of the studio. The text plays again, the opening text, and then you Mm -hmm. wake up in the room again. So you kind of just go like you probably I think like most people's instinct is did this game just fucking crash? Did I lose all my progress. Right. Um, But no, this is just the the intro to the last puzzle, which is. I don't know how to fucking solve it. I, I don't know what it is. Um, I just know for certain that you have to wait. You have to walk ten paces in a certain place. Um, you have to have a mic connected. I um just make noise. Apparently, I think people have said like, as long as you just keep talking, eventually it will trigger the second part. Because each time you complete a part of the puzzle, right, the baby will laugh. Ooh,
2: yeah, you
0: know, which is I, creepy.
1: <laughs> yeah, my thing is, is how how did somebody figure that out? Because they had to of maybe it's, it's one of those people. Cause I know the, the PlayStation had, um, voice command. So maybe it's yeah. just somebody that always has their mic plugged in.
0: I was just going to say, yeah,
1: I don't know, man. Like that's...
0: if, if you if had like those old school headphones on where it's just like, you know, the buds and then the mic is right there. So maybe they're just yeah. like talking to themselves, like what the fuck is happening. And then like, it happens and you're like, Oh, well, shit.
1: even the remember the PS4 came with the,
0: yeah. With yeah. The F- that's that little thing. You're right. So I imagine, yeah, maybe someone got lucky there. Um, so that all happens. <laughs> um, and then with the third one, and then I do know too, like once you get the second laugh, the second laugh is the hardest one. Once you figure that out, you just don't right. move. And then you hear the phone ring. If you go to the phone, zoom in on it, um the voice on the phone will go, you've been chosen. And then everything kind of just goes quiet. Like the haunting stop, the, the, you think the ghost is gone. Mm-hmm. And then you can actually go to the front door, like outside. And when you open it, you finally get the trailer for the what this teaser is for.
1: OK, and and, and so one of the things because everybody's surprised, right? Nobody knew who it was. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one of the things that they that they did that was kind of cool, it was kind of a cop out was in the restroom. There is a mirror, but it's like broken or so dirty that you can kind of yeah. see a little bit of the face, but you can't see enough to get any idea of who uh, you're I mean, what you look like.
0: Yes, exactly. I think that was the way of going like, "Oh, we don't wanna you know give away like who the actor is for the protagonist, yeah, um, and so before this little trailer teaser trailer plays for the game, um the a voice starts talking, and then I will point out it's the same voice as the fetus after the whole maze bit, okay, and uh, I was just gonna paraphrase for now. I'll bring it up later though so it says like, oh, Dad was such a drag, you know, he was like he was he's boring, did all the same things, and then he just kills us one day. And like, he couldn't even be original about how he killed us. Um, and then he goes, but guess what? I will be coming back and I'm bringing my new toys with me. And then this is where it cuts to, um, a guy walking in Silent Hill, but it's just showing the feet. And this is all in, in, in engine now. And it looks all great. And then this is where it goes, um, it starts listing names. Like it's now it's like it reveals from Hideo Kojima, you know, creator of, you know, Gear Solid series. And then it goes in collaboration with Guillermo del, del Toro. And then this is where, like, you know, it finally pans up to the character's face, and when he turns around, it's Norman Reedus. And then, like, you know, it zooms out. He walks, and then it goes Norman Reedus in, and then it finally reveals Silent Hills.
1: And see, I wonder what uh, got Norman Reedus to do something like this, because this project is totally—I mean, I mean, he never did anything like this before. Oh yeah. You know, so I mean I, I don't know, I, it's just I not only an answer that, that. later. It, I okay, an
0: answer okay. That. Oh, yeah, I got you, man. I got you. I dug. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, it's like it, it, that, that how all happens, you got like cool music playing and it's like like I said, that's when it reveals like, okay, Kojima Productions, Fox Engine, and then you know, at this point now the hype is real, like you got all these, you know, names, you got obviously someone well known in the video game universe, yeah, someone who's like, you know, familiar with horror. And Guillermo del, del Toro. And then, like you said, you've got a great leading man in Norman Reedus, you know, who's like the most uh, liked character in the Walking Dead series. Right. Um, and, you know, everyone's been complaining, like, like, oh, man, Silent Hills isn't good anymore. So now you're like, oh, my God, they're finally bringing, you know, uh, uh, not a dead franchise, but like, you know, kind of like a, it's it's stuck in the rut. So now you're like it's, this is the shot in the arm it needs to like you know come back to the forefront. So everyone's like super excited. Um, and yeah, like I, said, I saw that I'm like holy shit, this is gonna be amazing. You know I, I love Guillermo del Toro. Um, uh, if you don't know who that is, he's directed the the first two original Hellboys. He's done a Pan's Labyrinth. He directed Blade Two. Well, he he's very familiar. He does a lot of the macabre in his films
1: yeah he uh yeah he's very well known I, I love the the not this last subway that came out with whoever the director was but this the the two before that
0: that's what i'm saying yeah the original the hellboys with ron perlman
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: um yeah, for as, as far as recently he did nightmare alley and he also did um scary stories to tell in the dark
1: oh he ah, uh, you know i saw that mm-hmm. i didn't even think okay yeah he did a, yeah. I, that, he did a good job on that
0: yeah, it's funny. It's like he doesn't do like straight up horror. It's not like, "Oh my god, like this is the scariest thing ever," but it's like it's a thriller. It's the, it's atmospheric. That's what it is. That's the best way to describe it. Right. Um and so, okay, so let me catch my thoughts here. So, I think probably a big thing would be um okay, why these people, you know, why did they get involved? Uh Kojima right. has actually stated that he loves um well, not loves, maybe not necessarily, but he was a fan of Silent Hill. And that he just said like offhand once that like, I would love to make a, a horror game, even though like he calls himself a scaredy cat, but that also said because he's so easily scared that maybe he could make something totally unique due to like, you know, his personal feelings on it. Yeah. Um, and then like I said, this was going to use the Fox engine and, um, before this, Kojima and Del Toro were actually very good friends. And the way they became mm-hmm. friends was because Del Toro actually was a, Metal Gear, Solid, Metal Gear Solid fan, and they actually uh, the first contact was when uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 was coming out, and they asked the Toro for a, a comment for the launch of it.
2: Oh, that's okay.
0: Yeah, it was, like, was kind of random, just, but like they thought, like, okay, he's a big name, people know him, and we would like some good good publicity, so let's do this. Right. Um, that was like, so what? Oh, five, oh, maybe even I don't know exactly year it came out, but like in the mid 2000s. Mm -hmm. And then in uh, 2009, excuse me, I'm so sorry. (laughs) In 2009, (laughs) uh, Del Toro invited Kojima to his man cave. (laughs) And they have, uh, (laughs) yeah, just like that, yeah. And um, this is from the Dice Summit uh, video I saw, interview I saw. And um, they said they just bonded real quickly over, like, their childhood, like, things. Like, just, like, geeky shit. Like, the anime and cartoons. And he said this, and honestly, I think it's kind of true still to this day. Um, he said that uh, he feels like there was a lot they showed a lot of the same cartoons in Mexico as they did in Japan at the time and I kind of huh. do see that cause like, I'm, like cause I, even then like you know like, I go to Mexico like I see nothing but anime like that's how I got into Dragon Ball Z you know
1: right so let, let me ask you this mm-hmm. uh, How do you know cause Kojima does he speak English no he does not um, so they had to have somebody translating the entire time <laughs> Yeah, probably out.
0: that and like probably just like, or like a, probably like a lot of like nonverbal communication where like you just like kind of point at something and go, Oh, and then like you kind of like know like, Oh, he likes that. Like, Oh, he thinks that's cool. Like, yeah, 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 that. <laughs> yeah. You no, know, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Translate all the time. Um, and another little quick comment that's not totally related to this, but it, it describes their work. He says, cause they mm-hmm. felt like he also felt like they shared a, a kinship in, uh, their ideas and what they do. And he said uh, okay. he just des- he described their work as melancholic, melancholic ideas in big action genres, which I mean, yeah, I say that's pretty much it.
1: So I know this is, is different, but do you think uh, Guillermo del Toro was uh, disappointed with maybe the reception or how uh, the next project that he was involved in? Um, what is it? It's, it I remember you, you bought Death Stranding, how uh, Death Stranding was kind of. I don't want to say a flop, but it definitely wasn't a big uh, success the way Silent Hills would have been.
0: I think yes and no. I think it was more of like – I mean it it was success financially, but I mean given like what uh, I've learned about him as an artist and stuff, I don't think he he doesn't care about the money. Um, I think it was just more like – I think he was okay with it because I think for the most part people were okay with it. It was just not as like universally loved I guess – Right. As we love but I mean, as far as I know, I haven't heard anything say anything negative about Death Stranding. Um, just about the only negativity I've seen is um what happened with this game. And we'll get to that in a little bit. But as far as what your question though with like how Norman Reedus got involved in this, mm-hmm. um so there's actually kind of like a tweet timeline of uh I wanna say like in March or April of like uh twenty thirteen, Kojima just randomly tweeted out that oh he would love to like work with Ryan Gosling or Norman Reedus, 3D scan them and put them in a game. Right. You just said that. Ryan Gosling, could you imagine him in Silent Hills? That would be crazy, but I love Ryan Gosling. I love the Goose Man, so I would have yeah. been fine with that too. <laughs> but yeah, that, that would have been something too. <laughs> maybe we've got, I don't know, if it would have gotten more mainstream because, you know, like I said, he was in Walking Dead at the time, so who knows? Um, yeah. So then, and then like a month or two later, Kojima tweets that, oh, you know, he met with Del Toro to like for lunch and stuff, right? Right, right. And then a month or two after that, he tweets a photo of him and Norman Reedus meeting up. And the way oh, he was shit. able to get in, and the way he was able to get in contact with Norman Reedus was De and Norman Reedus are really good friends. On, if, or if not good friends, at the very least, like they work together well because um, Norman Reedus got his first acting gig in a Del Toro movie, Maniac, I think it was. I've never heard of that. Uh, I don't know if it was that, that good or not, but that was his like his first big role. And also, Norman Reedus was in Blade too. He was one of the bad oh first, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a Del Toro like, movie though. Yeah, he he directed Blade 2. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying like so, like that was just kind of like crazy how that worked out. So I think like once he told once Kojima told Del Toro that he's like, I'll I'll call him up and like you know see what I can do, and it worked out. Obviously, in the, well, in this case, it worked out. So that's how he got Norman Vidas involved. Is that uh, he knew he knew a guy, and, it, and well, his friend knew him, and it worked out perfectly. So yeah. Okay. Okay, and, I
1: mean that makes sense. I mean, yeah, that, that okay, I get it.
0: Yeah, it's it just one of those like, huh, I just got really lucky. Um, and another thing too, I wanted to point out is the composer for this game would have been I'm probably a bunch of this Ludwig Forcell. And he actually did the music for Melgar Solid Five and he would do the music for Death Stranding. So again, he pretty much got his team for the new game already. Right. Uh, which I think is just funny. But I, I do want to compliment him too, because like I said, sound is the music is amazing in this game. I like the music for Melgar Solid Five, and even though I don't love Death Stranding, I do love not only the licensed music, but like the music they actually do create. So I, I think that's a huge positive. So he
1: he is very good at what he does. Right, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. Uh, Kojima's always he has. It seems like he has his own,
0: um, I guess, a little soundtrack for everything he does. Uh, mm-hmm. He loves music. He he seems like one of those guys, he's a music nerd.
1: Yeah, on, on uh, Instagram, he's always posting these albums and mm-hmm. movies. He seems like a very artsy guy. Like he likes.
0: Oh yeah, all he, that he stuff. Like, he does. I mean, like, that's what you're saying too. Um, uh, like, I'm surprised he hasn't made a movie yet. I mean, that's, he pretty much has made a movie with the Melgar Solid franchise. Um, Norm, uh, Death Stranding is basically a movie too. So, yeah, he's all about the Hollywood stuff. He loves those things. I mean, like, uh, Big Boss is pretty much based off of, uh, Snake Bliskin from, uh, what's it called? Um, from fucking, um, New York, uh, Escape from New York. But, yeah. 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 So, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, he's all about that. Um, so with all of that, wow, we actually talked a lot longer than I thought, and we haven't even gotten to the the, the juicy parts of this episode yet. So, <laughs> um, the reason why uh, they called this uh, a playable teaser is that Kojima said uh, there were a lot of things that weren't set in stone. They didn't even know if the game was even going to be in first person. Still, they didn't decide on that yet. Huh.
2: Okay.
0: So that's why he said like it's it's not a demo because it's not like we had it could have been third person again. They had no idea, but. Which is more to show, like, again, like, what they were going for, what the vibe was going to be. Right. Um, like I said, they, they, they made it look like, a, they tried to make it look like an indie game, but honestly, like, it looked really good. <laughs> like, there was like yeah. no way it was going to be that. Um, as I mentioned before, the end trailer with Norman Vitas, that was all in engine. That was not pre-rendered at all. And like we mentioned before, uh, Kojima thought it would take one to two weeks to beat this, but, uh, I, I think he seriously underestimates uh, the commitment and the willpower of certain people. <laughs> um, but I don't blame him for that because, like I said, the, the clues come from like these different um, texts in different languages. You actually have to reverse some radio audio to get different clues. Um, and like I said, this is all like forcing people to work together. And again, I'm pretty sure that's what the inspiration for Death Stranding came from. And uh, another little fun little thing is there's also a reason why he put 7780s studio.
1: Okay. Well, oh, okay.
0: Um, <laughs> like I said, so it's again, it's like one of those like you little bitch, why'd you do this? So um, there's this real life region in Japan, uh, it's called Shizuoka, and if you translate that into English, it's it translates roughly to like quiet hill or calm hill. Oh, the, okay. Nice. Okay. Okay. And so, and the square area of this region is 7,780 meters squared. Add an S to that. What do you get? Silent Hills. <laughs> so it's so like, <laughs> it's just like, yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's just like, it's kind of like him going, like, I see, I was upfront about it. But, like, who the, I don't know who figured that out. Like, someone looked up this area of Japan, which, uh, apparently, like, even like, uh, Native, uh, Japanese people actually nicknamed this place Silent Hill, you know, obviously, because of like, you know, uh, Kunami being in Japan and, and Silent Hill being a Japanese property essentially. So I, I guess it was just like a little like him. It was it's just a cheeky little thing to do. I, it, it's not, yeah. it's not grazing the grand scheme of things, but it's just like, of course you would do something like that, you know? Um, so a month later, they actually showed another concept movie for Silent Hill's and it's amazing it looks it looks amazing um mm-hmm. not too much is shown it's just like it's just a minute but like you know like uh you know a ball turns into a head then centipedes come out of its mouth <laughs> there's there's a giant yeah, I remember it, yeah. it was
1: almost like a, a it was like a teaser that actually showed maybe more of what the game would be yeah about.
0: again more it was just like the the vibe again you know it, like what you would expect um except it looked incredible and kunami would announce that uh during this time, that PT had over a million downloads. Um, so this is in October 2014. Um, All's looking well, right? Like uh, for the next few months, nothing comes out, so you just think like, okay, they're working on it. Um, and also, like he's still making Metal Gear Solid 5, so naturally Silent Hills is gonna take a back seat. We're just not gonna hear a lot about it. Right. But then, and uh, I had to do a little bit of digging. It wasn't until about maybe March of the next year, March 2015, where rumors became to cir- uh, rumors began to circulate that uh, things between Konami and Kojima were not going well. Uh, I had to actually look back on uh, Young Yeah's channel to figure that out because he was like all about Metal you know, Gear at the time. Yeah. Um. So uh, and then that was like the earliest thing I could find was in March of 2015 that oh shit, there's some things that might be leaking that they're not you know getting along well. And then uh, looking back on stuff, there's a lot of clues that, yeah, things were not going to end well. So one of those was uh, Kojima would actually say that Metal Gear Solid 5 would be the last game he would work on in the series. But okay. then like around that same time, Konami would post job listings for future Metal Gear Solid games. So that right there was already like, boy, that's weird. Why would you do something like that? Yeah. Then came another big one. And this is the one I think where like everyone started to figure out like, oh no, this is serious. Um, Konami would actually, uh, start to remove Kojima's name from uh, all Gear Solid 5 promotional yeah. material. I
1: and, remember that was a big one because they <laughs> removed that whole Fox, uh,
0: emblem for, Kon- yeah. They released, they, they removed his name and his production studios, uh, logo from yeah. all the material. And that's all, that's a big one too. Cause a big thing was always is that it's a Hideo Kojima game. Mm-hmm. They got rid of that, and like I said, at that point we all knew like something's shit, happening Yeah, there's something yeah. going on. um But even with all that happening, Konami would actually still say like, "Hey, we're Silent Hills is still being developed." Okay. But that's that's fine. It wasn't until uh, April in 2015 they would actually finally announce that it was canceled, and that was only because Norman Reedus and uh, Guillermo del Toro would say that they were sad that silent Hills wasn't happening
1: yeah I, th- I have to say it's probably uh the whole world i mean or at least you know everybody was <laughs> interested in it
0: yeah but it was one of those like because like these like such hope high profile names that are like directly involved the project have already said like uh we're, we're you know upset it's not happening now they were probably pissed off like oh shit i guess we'll say that it's canceled but not only that though Okay. In the same announcement, th- they announced that they were delisting PT from the PlayStation store. So yeah, a fair amount that's... of time to download it. And if you did not download it before then, you could not get it. And if you accidentally deleted it or something happened to your game, then you would just, um, you're shit out of luck. That's it. You can't re-download it, even if you already had it installed. And that's
1: why I didn't get to, to play it, because it's on my old PlayStation.
0: Yeah, so like it was just like, oh my god, um... Like so that that all happened in yeah April 2015. And you're just like, holy shit! Like this is all like really, like you said like this is actually happening. And then we're getting to the tail end of like this as it happened. I'm trying to go into the timeline of like as it happened. So mega okay. Solid 5 released uh, September 1st 2015. And there was a couple things that happened around this time that made it like pretty much concrete that the rumors were true. The first was that uh. It kind of just honestly not gonna lie. It seemed like Metal Gear Solid V wasn't entirely finished. Not from like, not from a technical standpoint. It wasn't buggy at all. Gameplay was amazing, but the second half of the game particularly lacked like on story and content because there was a lot of repeats of same missions just with like, you know, a difficulty spike and there just wasn't a whole ton of, ton of new things that happened. In fact, um, there was a, a player on PC would dig through the coding of the game and find that there was a whole like, last final mission that was cut okay it was supposed to be like this bombastic thing where like you know uh big boss would like you know fight with like uh the little shit uh liquid and all that um
2: little shit liquid (laughs) yeah little shit
0: liquid liquid snake
2: (laughs) (laughs) okay okay
0: (laughs) yeah spoilers for an almost 10 year old game and for a game that never happened um and then this would start coming out that uh Konami actually restricted Kojima and his team from corporate assets, turned them into independent contractors, and the really crazy part, they even separated Kojima from his staff, forcing yeah. him to work in isolation for the last six months of development. Um, and after all of this, again, same thing as before, Konami would say like Kojima is still an employee and just taking a vacation. Like it was, I think it was like in October or November, they're saying that. But, um, a famous event happened at the 2015 game awards. Yes. On December 3rd, this. on December 3rd, 2015, um, the HO, which is probably like the most, I guess, famous version of the game awards. Like this is like the, I guess it's like the Oscars essentially for them. Um, the host, Jeff Keeley, who's also a friend of Kojima, Kojima's would say, would announce that, um, you know, it, Melgar Solid 5 won game of the year. But then he would actually, he would say like on the mic on live TV that a legal representative from Konami told him that Kojima was not allowed to attend the ceremony and would therefore be unable to accept the award for game of the year. And yeah, I mean, the crowd lost their shit. Pretty much everyone online was like, what the actual fuck? Like why? That's so fucked up. Um, and then finally though, finally though. On December 16th, 2015, Sony would release a, uh, a little video on their YouTube channel. And it was with their, um, chairman, Andrew House, uh, saying that they're excited to uh, announce a new working relationship with a new independent studio led by Hideo Kojima. Right. Yeah. And that their work on their, 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 his next project would be an exclusive to the PlayStation. And that, you know, they're just super excited about it and that, uh, you know, like you know, basically welcome to the team and stuff like that. Uh, I want to point out a couple things. One, Hideo Kojima looked—he looked, looked kind of rough. Like he looked—he looked tired. You know, I've never seen him with facial hair, but he had facial hair there. Um, his eyes just looked kind of like dead. <laughs> it looked like he'd been through hell. <laughs> Fuck, honestly, okay. like he didn't yeah. look—he he didn't look decrepit or nothing. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely not how I usually see him. Um, and um, <laughs> totally unrelated though to um Andrew House. He is, he speaks perfect Japanese, which I imagine was a big reason why he became, a big reason part of why he became the old chairman of the Sony. But just want to point out that that's really cool. I just, I don't know. I thought that was like the, a neat little touch, like to do something like that. Yeah. I guess, especially too, if you want to like, you know, recruit someone like Kojima. And Kojima already had a re- working relationship with Sony because up until Merger Solid 5, every single America's Solid was PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, yeah. So that, that right there is like pretty much the end officially of that timeline of the aftermath of all this drama as it happened. Um, somewhere down the line, something happened. It got so nasty to that Konami would not let Kojima even accept an award for Mugger's Auto 5. Not only that, but even make him work alone, make his life a living hell working on it. And then not even two weeks after like, you know, this, all this happens he he immediately pounces on you know making his own independent studio and like working with Sony on a brand new game so naturally the question is has to be asked like what the fuck happened um so like i said while there's no official no official reasons have come from either kojima or konami i think the common consensus is that um konami executives uh especially the new ceo were more more invested in mobile gaming, and that big budget projects like Kojima's games were just not in line with their new vision. Yeah, man, that's um. And, and by like I mean common consensus. I mean legitimately, the CEO, the new CEO of Konami said the future is in mobile gaming. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, I just remember us going through this whole era together, like uh, mm. the pachinko machines. And- yeah. And I I, ju- I remember you know Yong Ye talking about it. Um,
0: Everyone was just pissed off, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was just and, and and what was crazy was like with Metal Gear Solid Three, they re-rendered uh an uprez the the gameplay and put it in the Fox Engine for a fucking pachinko machine. Dude, um, don't restart on that. <laughs> yeah, I just I like like they were at that point they were worse than fucking uh, uh yeah. they were worse e- yeah than EA right because uh. I mean, everybody oh. just felt so bad for Kojima, you know.
0: Yeah, It's because uh, yeah, this is around the same time too. EA was all about like, fuck single player games. It's all about yeah. multiplayer games. So it was like, yeah. th- it was like around the same time. It's like these in tandem was like, what the fuck is going to happen with games, you know? Uh, yeah, it was. It was just. It was so sad and like you like said, we we got some clear a picture of things in the war. Things are now, you know, due to hindsight, but. The next, sec- the next part of this episode is gonna focus on like oh, one main theory that kind of like not only kind of explains what the actual game is about, but uh, what exactly happened, like in real life, the beef between Kojima and Konami. By the way, I'm gonna be saying Kojima and Konami a lot in these next few, this next a few, uh, um, uh, in this next half hour. So take a shot every time I do that, and you will probably die. <laughs> so. Every every fifth time I say those names, then you'll get you still get really wasted, but you won't die. Um, before we get to that though, I want to talk about a few like other theories about like what PT is. Okay. So one of them naturally is just you know you take it at face value. Um, the player is stuck in a haunted house. There's the ghost Lisa who's just you know trying to kill the player out of anger or maybe even vengeance because maybe the player is the father. Is the husband like that killed her and the baby and stuff? Like that's the most common. I mean, that's just like I said at face value. Um, then there's the uh, you know, there's the other theories of like, oh, this is a hallucination or this is an insane person. But I'm flat out saying no to that one because that's boring. I apologize if you think that, but that's just <laughs> yeah. I'm tired of the whole. It was a whole dream. It's stupid. I, it's a cop out. I'm sorry. Very few times it can work legitimately. But you can't just say, oh, it's a dream or it's purgatory. Although in this case, purgatory could work, <laughs> but I, I'm not going with that. Right. Um, this next one, as far as like, just specifically the game is probably my f- favorite one. Um, if you, if you know Silent Hill, if you're familiar with it, you know that Silent Hill is personal. It uh, it changes its horror according to its victim. Whoa. Um, 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 yeah, so like in Silent Hill 2, uh, james the the main character he sees like this weird monster thing yeah but then like when the person he's with the uh, i mean this woman she looks at the monster and goes daddy no what are you doing like because she sees something else
1: yeah it has to do with his infidelity or something right uh, it seems to do yeah. is
0: in it is this infidelity and then for her it's her um the sexual abuse she had from her father so like it it, it it's it it, it makes sure it torments this person specifically how it needs to to get, like, that most... Uh, I guess the most punishment. or The most trauma. Okay. So with this, you kind of see it as... um Every time you, like, start a new loop, it represents Silent Hill gaining a tighter grip on him, on this person. So, like, further descending him into the madness and further punishing him for his sins, which is... You could... Uh, decipher as him killing his family, it's making him just go further and further with his guilt
1: okay that makes uh, that actually that makes sense,
0: yeah, the so thing like I like that one a lot that's a really good one, but then we get to the main event um okay that p t is not a a ghost story, it's not even a a horror story actually. it's actually Kojima going out with a bang. And giving one last fuck you to Konami.
2: Uh, Alright, let's explain (laughs) this one.
0: Okay. So we're going to go with a little bit of... um, Bear with me. It's going to get a little wild, obviously. And that's already saying something because I feel like... It's funny. I feel like um, you're usually the one who goes over like, you know, goes into the deep end of things. Um, So this is a nice change of pace. Like, I'm I'm, I'm going to the deep end on this one. (laughs) As far as you can go you know with just the uh, hidden messages in a game right so uh, uh most of this uh information i'm about to say comes from the great debate video so if this all sound if any of this sounds interesting to you please go watch that because again that is where i'm like oh shit i was like at first i was like man nah, this sounds like bullshit i'll give it a shot and then at the end of it i'm like i think this is legit um so a uh former a uh, Konami developer has said that he sees Kojima's games as autobiographical. Autobi I can't talk.
2: <laughs> his games is autobiographical.
0: Auto- Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> and um and even Kojima himself has said that uh the Metal Gear Solid series was actually a way for him to work through his paternal issues, um being that his father died when he was only 13. Right. And that basically he says that he joked that um every game is about daddy issues, which he's not is not really wrong. <laughs> right <laughs> um so so uh, i i say that so just so you know like okay he uh he you know develops games based on what's happening in his life We established that all right mm-hmm. so now we're going through a little, quick little timeline and this all comes from like archived versions of the konami website when they did like announcements and stuff okay or just like general like uh, game release schedules. Um in 2011, Konami would release a mobile game called Dragon Collection. And you know, it's a typical like, you know, uh what's it called, like super riddled with, you know, microtransactions and all that. And it was developed by Hideki Haya- Hayakawa. Okay. And uh remember that name Hayakawa. Hayakawa would actually approach Kojima to see if he act- if he could use Solid Snake in his game. Oh no. You can say you can see where this this might go. Uh, Kojima rejected this offer, and allegedly, because again, this is not coming from anyone officially; it's coming from like you know anonymous sources. But allegedly, was also very condescending, condescending towards mobile games and the developers. Allegedly, allegedly, but but not gonna lie, I could 100% believe that. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Uh. So, but when this game Dragon Collection finally did release. It was a huge financial success, Jerry. This thing apparently made a million dollars a day.
2: What?
0: Yes. Oh my I'm God. not joking, apparently. Even if it was like, oh, let's say that was an exaggeration, like, oh like it only makes five hundred thousand a day, that's still fucking insane. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Yeah, so like so that combined with the during this time, Kojima was sinking a ton of money into developing the Fox engine. Like it, the number can go as crazy as a hundred million, which I would say that might be too much, but I have no idea the technology that goes into creating a whole new engine, so maybe that is legit. Dude, for but, the time that Fox engine, it I mean, it looked
1: it looked like uh,
0: uh, that
1: new uh, Unreal roll Engine five, like it looked that good during the little demos that they showed.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, I mean it it, it was remarkable. So maybe maybe that is a legit uh, estimate. But the 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 point is though like the fact that um it's requiring such a financial commitment to it and that it's not like you know it's not an immediate return on investment it's gonna take years it's not even a guarantee it's gonna work right. Right. Meanwhile, this like easy to develop game is making it's just you no know, hand over fist making money. Yeah. It's pretty easy to see that Konami probably saw this and like was like, dude, like let's just make mobile games, <laughs> but. Like, if looking from a purely financial perspective, I can see that happening, 100%. If I was an executive, I would 100% think that too, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: It makes sense. I disagree with it as a gamer, but from that standpoint, I understand it. All right. Now, with that too in there, um, starting from 2009, it would seem that uh, Kojima would have two-year contracts because every two years, he would get a new uh, higher position. And this would eventually result in him becoming uh, an EVP of Konami Japan on March 28th, 2013. What was that like an executive vice uh, president or something? Yes, executive vice president. So okay. very, very, you know, very, very high position. However, eight months later, that same year, Halloween, go figure, uh, Kojima Whoa. was actually demoted to senior corporate officer.
2: Shit.
0: Now, this is where Thanks. it gets juicy now. Do you remember that little speech I said with the, um well, you we might not, but we'll go back to when that fetus talks to the player. Okay. Now with that, now, with Kojima uh, got demoted. With that context, now listen to this again. You got fired, so you drowned your sorrows in booze. She had to get a part-time job working at a grocery store cash register. Only reason she could earn a wage at all is the manager liked how she looked in a skirt. You remember, right? Exactly 10 months back. PT was released August 12th, 2014. 10 months before that is October 2013. The same month Kojima was demoted.
2: Oh, shit. <laughs> That's, okay, yeah, this, yeah.
0: This is the part in the video I went, oh, fuck. And it would make sense that he probably took it hard. Because around this time, too, he was in America um visiting his LA side of his uh, studio. Mm-hmm. I imagine he probably got a phone call. And this is how the news was broken to him. Yeah. And I think around the same time too, maybe I want to say yeah, like in the middle of October Kojima had this kind of uh, obscure tweet. I don't remember the exact wording, but it mentioned something about new beginnings or like how every journey has its end. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like where it was. But given all this information now, it, I don't think it's far-fetched to kind of – to conclude that he said that tweet in response to, like, him just kind of taking in the news that maybe his time at this company where he spent over 25 years of his life in is coming to an end. Right. So so now, on July 13th, 2014, someone now is promoted uh, – there's a new promotion for vice president of Konami Japan, Kojima's old position. The person who's taken his old position is Hideki Hayakawa. Oh, that. funny. Okay. Uh, <laughs> on this very same day, too, Kojima would be placed on um, the content officer team as opposed to the executive officer team, because now they split them. And then April 1st, 2015, Hayakawa would become president of Konami. And this Whoa. is also... Okay. And later this month, that is when they officially announced that PT was canceled and the delisting from the PlayStation Store. Oh, so I think maybe it was out of spite. like Maybe a little bit out of spite. Uh, that because Kojima was so rude to him, that maybe well, – I mean I don't bl- – I wouldn't blame him at all for being upset with him. I would be pissed too obviously if that happened. But now he's like, I got – I'm your boss now and I – and like now everyone's in line with my view. That mobile is yeah. the future, so it's not even just my decision. Like out of spite, I'm sure. And again, this is all speculation. Like the dates and stuff is all official from the old website, but as far as like the context and things like that, it's hearsay. It's all. It's right. nothing of this is official, but
1: allegedly, guys it's, and it's, gals.
0: But it allegedly, just, it just makes so much sense. It would all make so much sense. It lines up. And again, especially since like it would be it would be Hayakawa. He was the guy that said the future is mobile gaming. That was him.
1: So that's the bastard that we have to blame for all this. He's (laughs) the driving force behind all this mobile shit. Okay, fuck that guy.
0: (laughs) I wouldn't say he's the driving force, but I would say he's the figurehead because he's not like while he's like he has he's definitely in the higher position of power now and everything. He's not the head guy. He's not like the he's not the big boss. Um. Like that, that, no, I, I was just going to say that was totally unintentional but that worked out well. <laughs> 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 that did work out very well. Thank you. Thank you. Um uh, the last date of this though timeline, October 9th, 2015 would be Kojima's official last day as a, Kuna- a Konami employee. Mm. And uh, but if you're wondering, okay, if October 9th is his last official day and the game awards was like, you know, December in December, how is he not able to, you know, attend it? Right. He there was a uh, no compete clause for 2 months in his contract. Okay. So basically like, even though he couldn't do anything basically. He couldn't go and like work for a new studio right away. He had to wait 2 months, which is why they would say things like he's on vacation or an or whatever. He's on sabbatical. Mm-hmm. But then they could still go like no he he can't go to the game awards though because we don't want him to. I feel like that
1: was Hido, uh Hawakama H- 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 or whatever this fucking guy is. Was. <laughs> yeah, he, he, like I feel like that was just him being like.
0: If it very could be. Fuck you. But I in think that. there's another pl- uh, there's another player in here though that probably made that decision as well though. Okay. Uh, and we'll get to them in a bit too. So another uh, thing to point out in this is that um Konami didn't actually want Kojima to show PT at Gamescom, and this is probably because. His contract wasn't sorted out. So to them, it's like, why show this game that we may, we, we, there's a chance that it might not happen. Right. But he showed it for some reason. And what would be that reason? Well, given everything that's happened, he probably knew, like, he probably knew too, like, hey, this might not happen. But I want people to know what could have been. I think he wanted people to know, according to this theory, he wanted people to know, like, I could have made something beautiful here. I could have made something amazing. But Konami decided to be assholes and killed it. It's like it basically like I did everything I could. It, fuck these guys. They're the ones who did this. They're responsible for this mess. Right, okay. And so now, if that's the case now, we can finally start digging into um I guess like the details of the game. So one popular a very popular theory in line with this is that uh, the data referenced in the ending monologue is a metaphor for uh, Konami. I can see that. So uh, now I'll say like the exact, uh, I'll quote the exact uh, monologue. So, Dad was such a drag. Every day he'd eat the same kind of food, dress the same, sit in front of the same kind of games. Yeah, he was just that kind of guy. But then one day he goes and kills us all. He couldn't even be original about the way he did it. I'm not complaining. I was dying of boredom anyway. But guess what? I will be coming back, and I'm bringing my new toys with me.
2: Ooh, that, that, that gave me now, goosebumps, dude. I was going to say,
0: now, like, yeah, oh, shit. Like, that... Now it's like, this is coming from Kojima's perspective now. Kojima's yeah. a bunch of assholes. They're doing the same things, and then specifically, they sit in front of the same kind of games. They're just looking at mobile games. And then, even then, like you said, too, this is before officially, again, he got, like, he knew he was going to get fired or like not uh, extended with his contract. He says like, but then one day he goes and kills us all. I I think he even, if you subscribe to this theory, you could say that Kojima knew he wasn't meant for this. This was not happening, but right. that he was okay with it. Cause again, he was dying from boredom. So it would make sense though, considering the work environment he was in and then Aquarius, but guess what? I will be coming back and I'm bringing my new toys with me. As soon as that no compete clause was up, immediately made his own studio and partnered with sony
1: that's you know and and two months is like fucking nothing so that makes no like that's i don't know
0: like maybe maybe you're right where you said like oh that was done out of spite maybe they knew like hey this game is going to get nominated for awards so it'd be so just for him not to receive credit to promote himself we're just going to say he can't do it just to fuck him over and with that specifically
1: I feel like that's not even a, I mean, cause everybody knows, like, Metal Gear Solid is a Kojima mm-hmm. thing. Like, you can take the fucking wolf, you can take the Kojima, you know, you can take the name, everything off of it. everybody knows, except for that, uh, last shitty one, survival, and maybe, uh, the one with Raiden, the last one with Raiden,
0: you know. Yeah. But everybody knows. Exactly. Yeah. But I think, again, it was just done because that's, they were just trying to do anything to fuck him over. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that too. Where you said like you can erase things, but like everyone knows, right? Well, no. this puts another thing in perspective now. I remember like Ground Zeroes, right? The little like little intro for Mega Solid Five. Uh, do you remember the mission Deja Vu? Uh, it's where like you play as the PS mo- PS1 model of Snake. Oh yes, yes, yes. And like you yes. have to go around the base and find like the logos of Mega Solid games.
1: Yeah, and 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 one the one with Raiden, uh Whenever you look at it. Like they they mention like they make some kind of comment like basically saying it's shitty and the game disappears like the the
0: title. Yeah, so interestingly enough, when it comes to like the a fake Mega Solid games, they if you put like your because your thing is like you know find the logos and erase the markings like your your blue light flashlight whatever. When you go to like the names of Mega Solid games that don't exist, they stay there. But then when you go to the ones that actually do exist, like you know 2, 3, one, two, three, four, you know all of that. They'll go away. Yeah. When you complete the mission, uh, Kaz says to a big boss, S- something along the, these lines, you erase the markings, but the memories will be with you forever. Yeah. And again, with this context, like, shit. And this was on, uh, May 1st, 2014. So th- this would have been around the time, again, where, like, shit has gone down. Like, this is in, this is like right smack in between, um, his demotion. And PT coming out. Okay. And so it's like right smack in that little window. So he probably already had an idea, like, hey, this is gonna happen. Another thing I forgot to write down though too, is um, right after the the teaser came out, uh, Toro, he would actually release a little, small little video saying like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, it's true, I'm working with Kojima, it's it's this is going great and stuff, and mm-hmm. that uh he said like, oh, I remember when he sent me the first. Version of the demo, or whatever, which is actually quite different from what was actually released.
2: Okay, and I well, loved it.
0: He didn't say specifically what it was, but the fact that it was changed so much—why would it be changed so much? It probably was changed maybe due to the fact that he learned that his status of the in the company was no longer valued, and so he completely redesigned it in response.
1: Okay, just from some of the how how he felt about it, like what what did. Did he mention further, like, what he told Kojima?
0: Uh, no, not no. all. He said, like, this the main thing, like, you got to go off of is, like, oh, like, what he sent me was totally different from what was released. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you would think then that it, it was changed because of his demotion. And so he's – that's when he – that's probably when he went on a mission. And was like, all right, we're going to completely change a bunch of these things now. Okay, yeah, that – I mean,
1: that does make more sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Um – what else um th- this goes a little crazy but again if we're going through this we can like we're going to try to explain every little thing mm-hmm. um maybe the whole loop the loop of the you know the repeat the repetition maybe that's represents kojima's mindset of working at konami those last few years he just felt like trapped like he couldn't progress
1: I wonder what that original demo was like. That'd be cool to right? see. Right.
0: Now I kind of want to see that too. Like, cause if, like, what, <laughs> just how different that was, would it have been as good though? Like, maybe this was like, maybe this turned it from like good to amazing, you know? Or maybe, yeah, that, yeah. maybe it went from amazing to amazing just in different ways. It is very interesting to think about, right?
1: It, it is. And, and, and like you said, I mean, it, it definitely, even though it wasn't even a full-fledged game it 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 just inspired so many other games
0: um it it, it did it's insane that it could leave a mark like that um another thing oh yeah another thing like people have said maybe lisa represents the fox engine oh okay because they've uh like they kind of like they maybe not necessarily killed it but maybe he kind of had to kill it in a way like as they say it gets a little weird This, this is this is probably the messiest metaphor but like they basically killed the Fox engine because instead of making games like Merrill Gear Solid 5 or Silent Hills, they use the Fox engine now for Pachinko machines or Mario Gear Survive.
1: You know what? And I could see that because that could represent, uh, the manager, like the way she looked in her, in a skirt.
0: Exactly. That is, yep, exactly it They pointed that out as well. And maybe the, the hint at the cash register is, the, the metaphor for, like, microtransactions, you know? Right, it's, yeah. it's just It's just cash machine. That's all it is to them. Yeah. And then, of course, the fetus, then, would represent the Silent Hills project itself. It was not mm-hmm. fully developed. It was just a fetus. And this is as far as we got with it. Before okay. it was killed.
1: Yeah, that I mean, that that's actually... That makes a lot of sense.
0: <laughs> right? Like, I know at first it was like, the hell but then like you like one by one the dominoes fall and you're like oh fuck this is kind of crazy to see Let's see and um another thing too 204863 that was a big thing for a while too what do these numbers mean
2: mm.
0: i'll tell you what they mean Jerry. kojima's birthday is august 24th 1963 082463 so just switch a couple numbers you got it oh shit mm-hmm and, and, but then you go like, okay, so let's say like, that's what it four eight six three is just, you know, Kojima's birth date scrambled a bit. But these, those are the numbers that d- drive people crazy. Th- these are the numbers that drive people to kill their family, right? In this game. So how does that work with, um, I guess the theory that, uh, this game is just a middle finger to Konami. The, uh, the president of Konami, Kaki Masakos Kozu- kozuki allegedly hated kojima with a burning passion
2: oh shit okay
0: um for two main reasons one would probably be again because he's using a lot of uh assets to make these games and you know again whether it is used efficiently or not to them it probably doesn't matter it's just the fact that he's using a shit ton of money to do these things and two um konami konami is actually a family business um and it's part of uh it's mainly made up of a uh, the Koz- Kozuki family like half of the board is from the family and like in-laws and stuff okay so so like for someone to be that high up anyway is like seen as like a major outsider yeah so already Kojima's got that working against him and then around this time too where like you know reports came about uh, out that you know there like things were getting messy between them mm-hmm. konami uh, basically, basically became Big Brother. They had constant sur- video surveillance on their employees, and they even had secret police that would report employees to higher to higher ups if they did not like what they were seeing from them.
2: That's fucking
0: nuts. That's yep. And so, this is where we get into the the Swedish broadcast of the radio that I mentioned before. It's if it could actually be seen as employees. From Kojima Productions, asking other employees to choose between Konami and Kojima. And this is what the translation is. Okay. Do you hear my voice? Can you hear your own soul scream? Let us choose my voice that tells the future or your tortured mind. Well, what do you choose? You can choose your life, your future. Wise as you are, you might already have discovered it. Yes, the radio drama from 75 years ago was true. They are here on Earth, and they monitor and see all. Don't trust anyone. Don't trust the police. They are already controlled by them. That's the way it's been for 75 years now. Only our best will prevail. You have a right. A right to become one of us. So welcome to our world. Very soon, the gates to a new dimension will open. 204863- Two o four eight six
2: three. Yeah,
0: and of course the 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 reference to the uh, War of the Worlds broadcast seventy five years ago, the aliens. Um, you would go, okay, that makes sense. You know, like don't trust right. the police; they're all part of them. Why specifically? I guess like the aliens, though, that is still a weird thing to leave in, even though like it fits, it does fit kind of well. When um. In his statement, when he, uh, you know, announced the formation of the new independent Kojima productions, Kojima would say that we are homo ludens. We are those who play. And from multiple anonymous sources from Konami, it's, it's just widely believed that Konami executives don't even play games at all. And they don't even know their, uh, own characters. Like they basically are not familiar with their own properties. They're It's foreign to them. They are alien, they are the aliens in this gaming world. So if I wanted that's to kind of like. It's disappointing. It's very disappointing. So from there, you can kind of go like, in this, you know, in this world, in this realm, they are the aliens. They right. don't know what's happening.
2: Yeah. And, yeah.
0: But they are the ones in control. That's, <laughs> so you got, that's, I know it's like a little bit of a reach, sure, but I mean, but it makes sense. Like it, it, exactly. It, it, yeah. It makes sense. And this is probably the biggest reach to this one specifically but again it could work um I, at, during the last puzzle or it just it's kind of, just kind of randomly the flashlight changes colors um I know once like when I played it it just turned green one time people what? and yeah but the only four colors uh it's only four colors that it changes to red yellow blue and green what okay. now if you had to guess what those colors would mean Jerry what do you think it means or like I mean, what's significant? PlayStation, the original mm-hmm. uh PlayStation logo. Exactly, and who's always had a very good relationship with PlayStation, and thus and thus with Sony, Kojima. Yeah. Maybe maybe he was already saying like, you know what? When I'm when I'm out, I'm immediately gonna work with Sony because we we've already know each other. We we already have a great relationship. That could have been him hinting that the next game I'm making is will still be with Sony.
1: Yeah, Okay. Yeah. I mean that makes sense.
0: Mhm. And again, this is all crazy, and I will admit that. But one, again, so many things line up, and then two, and this is another big thing. This 100% is something Kojima would do. <laughs> he is just that kind of person.
1: Yeah, yeah, he would do I mean, something
0: like this. Like I said, he pays attention to the minor details. Mhm. And if it's all, and if it's like I said, he admits too, his games are basically parallel with his life. It would make sense for him to like maybe change this game to like better fit what he's feeling personally, not only with his life, but maybe but with like professionally and with his employers. And this would also explain why they're kind of just assholes towards him near the end of his contract. Like why separate him from his from his uh team? Why basically like keep him under constant surveillance? Right. Maybe and why specifically delist the game from the store maybe konami found out what he did and this was all damage control they delisted it because it was like basically burned the evidence and then also separated from his team and watch him so that way we can make sure he doesn't do something like this again
1: okay uh yeah i mean I, i guess i could see that but i feel like by that time so many people have downloaded it there's so many videos of it um but you know what? I mean, I guess you wouldn't have the
0: actual uh, game original files, yeah. Yeah, and then again, like you said, what 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 you said, like we all know, Metal Gear Solid is a Kojima game, so it doesn't matter what you do. But to them, this is like this is just them flexing their muscles, like this is them flexing their power over him. That okay. that's, that 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 would be that would be my main theory of this, like why, you know, they would do things like this.
1: You know i uh I haven't really heard anything or paid attention to anything coming from Konami like I don't
0: I mean they know. haven't really they haven't done anything I mean they haven't done anything with any of the projects I've heard rumors of another Silent hill game but yeah you know obviously like it's got that's it's gonna be hard for that um yeah so like officially with that now with that main theory that's I honestly buy that <laughs> i'm not I'm not saying it's hundred percent true but I think at least 80% of that is true. So I guess at that point, it is true. I like guess that's, that's basically pretty much correct. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that's, that's pretty interesting. It's a good theory. And I think it, it holds a lot of weight. Um, I guess just to kind of go into the, the aftermath though, now of the game mm-hmm. and the cancellation. Um, Kojima has been very, I mean, probably cause he signed an NDA as well, but publicly, Kojima has been very diplomatic. He's stated multiple times that he's grateful for like you know the experience he's had at Konami, and that even though it didn't you know end the way he wanted, you know he's he he was happy and that he spent 30 years of his life there and you know he's just he's just grateful for the opportunities they gave him. Right. Uh, De Toro has basically said they're fucking idiots. <laughs> um, he's he's said like the the and I quote that they're calling the decision to cancel the game nonsensical. Um. And this is again where he points out like some parallels between like his work in film and Kojima's in games. Uh, he describes, uh, both these mediums as a, a marriage of creation and financial and financial aspects. Right. You know, say things like, and again, like a lot of this I do agree with too as well. He says storytellers look forward, wanting to discover new paths while financial people look back, wanting to take the safe path. And that, uh, you know, film and games are limitless, but it's only limited by the bastards with money. Right. Yeah. And, and, mm. I mean, which again, yep, spot on. And I will say when he said that too, because um, Kojima was like next to them, he he had a wait a bit because, you know, he had someone in his ear translating it, but when it was finally translated, he just busts out laughing. So I, I'm pretty sure he feels the same way. <laughs> okay. Um, And then uh, this also explains, though, again, too, why he still worked in with him in Death Stranding. Um, Derto's had like bad experience with games. This is just a nail in the coffin. Um, he said that he's done making games unless Kojima is involved. And I quote, I'll do whatever the fuck he wants me to. <laughs>
2: nice.
0: They okay. have a, they have a great friendship. It's very, it's adorable. I love them. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So that's there with them. I'm sure Norman feels the same because again, he worked with them in Death Stranding. So he obviously has some uh, rapport with him. That's about it with that. So, okay. uh, and then I wanted to point out though a, a little fun, a couple of fun videos with the um a guy who hacked the game to All kind right. of show like the the background of the I guess the inner workings of it. This is from uh Lance McDonald. He made these videos from uh, late 2019, early 2020. Uh, he was able to hack the game and um actually leave the the loop, the map, and go out of bounds and you actually, like, go and, like, kind of explore the town of Silent Hill. And, like, a lot of this is the, uh... Is it detailed, or is it, like, not... Uh, bar- it's it's, it's kind of detailed, I guess. It's it's not super... It's not barren by no means, but there's no, like, enemies or nothing. It's just, you know... You can see, like, assets here and there. So, and some of them are super detailed. Other than, like, you can tell, like, oh, it's, like, super, like, flat. Like, there's no, there's no, like... It's smooth. There's no details and stuff. Right. Um... But what it does show is that, uh... It actually follows the blood trail from the, uh, the trailers, the trailer. And thus proving that, you know, that was all in engine. It's so, like, you know, where he was walking, that was actually in that game. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of goes and like walks, looks around and stuff. And, like, it's all very foreboding and like creepy um so like i said i think it's just more like again i wouldn't put too much stock into like what it actually looks like but the atmosphere the atmosphere very much still matches what the game presented it's just like the sense of like there's something around the corner i just don't know what it is or if it's even gonna pay mind to me um another thing is that uh he was able to find out that um after the player gets the flashlight Um, Lisa is actually always following the player, but it tracks your camera. So if you turn around to try to find her behind you, she'll just, you know, stay behind you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, he did a hack where, you know, it can't track the camera. And if you look behind you, sure enough, she's right there. So it's not like even like a a little trick, like she's legitimately right there, just like creeping up on you. (laughs) I know that is horrifying. Um, and then again, this is probably my favorite one and it is the, creepiest fucking thing i think i've seen from this game is that um so that part where i mentioned where you go into the bathroom you get the flashlight and the door closes and like you hear her outside the door try to like get in jiggling the handle right so two things one she is actually out there it's not just like you know an empty space out there jiggling the handle but two it, it's not like she just um just appears out of nowhere she just just come out of the blue and like forms there she comes from like the door where the loop resets and she actually walks like so creepily to the outside of the bathroom door and that's where she tries to jiggle the handle and jerry i gotta tell you the animation for this you gotta watch it man it's just absolutely unnerving it's 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 disgusting
1: oh man I'll, i'll check it out
0: because, like, you know, she's, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like a weird limp, and like, it, she's kind of like got her hands in front of her, mm-hmm. like together. And she's, but the way she's walking, she's like so unnatural. It's, it's very much in that uncanny valley. It's, how, uh, I mean, yeah, I, yeah I, I didn't
1: even know about these videos that kind of did, uh, I guess a deeper d- dive or kind of
0: almost, you yeah, like know, it's you know, like into the yeah. coding. Yeah. Um, and then one final thing from these videos that I thought was really cool was that there's, um, like I said, when you go into the bathroom, there's like nothing in there. It's just, you know, except for the fetus once in a while. There's a state in the bathroom though where, um, it's unused, but it's still in the game's coding where the tub, instead of being empty, will be full of water and blood. And you'll actually see the headless corpse of Lisa lying in it. Oh shit. Mm hmm. And. Funny enough, you would think you would see this like in that section where you hear like so, like her getting get t- murdered in the bathroom, but it's actually in like the one of the regular loops of the game that's used in. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Which yeah makes it which doesn't make as much sense, but would make it creepier because then it's kind of like what the fuck is this?
1: Yeah, that's man. I wonder why they took that out. Like they thought maybe that was like too
0: much. I think maybe not too much in the sense that it was like too scary, obviously, but I think in the sense that. A lot of, I think it's just that the most of this game is like the fear of the unknown. And so if you saw that, it's kind of more of like the classic, like haunted like house kind of deal. Like, ooh, there's a dead body right there, you know, like I think it still would have worked, no doubt, but maybe to yeah. them, it's like doesn't exactly fit what we want to do. So let's take it out. Or you know what? Maybe now you brought it up before too. Maybe that was part of the, um, the first version of it that Del Toro saw.
1: Oh yeah. 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 That definitely mm-hmm. could be
0: it. And maybe they just didn't like have time to take it out. Like, Oh, it's there. we will just, you know, just not use it.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could see that.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, well, I, I know I've kind of taken the kind of the helmet this episode. Um. Uh, so I've been talking for like an hour and a half.
1: No, I mean, but you're, you're the one, I mean, you know, I've been working like crazy and everything. So you're the mm-hmm. one who did all the research, uh, I mean, you you're the one who replayed it because i couldn't replay it like. yeah so i mean yeah i mean it makes sense i'm just kind of a. Uh, here to I, add i what i remember <laughs> i guess
0: i mean i mean essentially you're basically part of the audience too at this point <laughs>
1: yeah it, yeah i mean you're a great uh storyteller
0: i'm trying my best this is what happens see it's a good thing i listened to our last episode because it's like, i listened to like Talking a little too fast. I need to. I need to slow it down. I need to slow it down. Just calm down a bit, Jacob. So I'm trying. I know I still talk fast, but I think nah, it's it's, it's a little better now. It's like okay, it's quick, but it's not like blah 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 blah. <laughs> um, but I guess we can kind of like kind of go back and forth here though on this part though. Mm-hmm. Um, the legacy of this game. Uh, uh, me personally, I, I. It's legit a legendary game or like a demo. It's. It's in Valhalla, man. Like it's 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 never gonna be topped. I feel this will probably go down as one of the best demos slash teasers of all time, if yeah, not I, the I, best.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do believe it's definitely uh, legendary, and and I can tell like like after this, there's just this resurgence of, of of these first person horror games where you're not really able to defend yourself and this and that. Like like I remember, um, I originally thought Resident Evil Seven Biohazard. Uh, made the first person move because of the game but i think they said it was already in development like that
0: yes yes Um, like um yeah so from one of the the producers i think or developers but basically some from the team said they made the decision to like make it like scary again and go in first person but that the positive reception that pt had made them feel like okay good we we did good with this choice okay But I know it did heavily inspire them with their first hour demo because I remember I know when that came out, everyone was like, oh, shit, it's just like PT.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: I mean, it worked.
1: And another one that kind of I remember hearing this one that this one was directly inspired was Allison Road, which I think was like an indie game that also looked like surprisingly really well. I mean, it looked really good. And then another one was uh, I played this one Layers of Fear.
0: Yeah, that one, that one. I saw that one, too, like just. Tons, tons of uh, inspiration from PT, yeah, and um, cool. and another one too that's basically almost feel like a not a carbon copy. I'm not gonna say that, but I think if, this is the game that if, if someone wants to say I'm gonna make PT into like an actual game, it would be Visage. Um, that's basically like the same kind of vibe, the first person, like weird ass trippy puzzles. Uh, I think it's about it's about a, a man who's killed his family, so yeah, all all that checks out. Um, yeah, okay, the, yeah, I haven't uh, played that. Yeah, Um. and then another one, I think it came out fairly recent. Very recently, I kind of want to play it too, it seems really cool, it's called The Summer of 58. And yeah, I think I'm that,
1: actually on the page right now, That this looks pretty
0: cool. Yeah, I saw that, like, I actually would love to play that, and that could be for one of our like Halloween games, the October games to talk about. It's nine bucks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, it's perfect, it seems really interesting, and uh, it's got good reviews, so... I think this is um, – because around this time, horror games were like – it goes through phases. This was a bad phase, though, because Dead Space 3 came out, um, Resident Evil 5 and 6 were out. And I'm not calling any of the games bad by no means, but they're action. They're mostly action games with elements of horror kind of snuck in there. Yeah. Um, Except for – I know you, you told you talked to me about it. You said that Resident Evil 6, Leon's one was actually more horror, though.
1: Yeah, Leon's was a lot more, I guess, closer to the original series. I mean, it's not it's obviously has certain parts that are like super action packed, mm-hmm. but it was definitely more horror oriented than uh, than any of the other ones, especially like a, Resident Evil five and, mm-hmm. and all that.
0: Yes, yeah, so like I said, like it, it was mostly action with horror things kind of snuck in there. This kind of again gave it that shot in the arm of like, hey, games can still be scary yeah um and they and it doesn't have to rely on gore doesn't have to rely on jump scares i mean this game has a little bit of gore i should say some gore and it does have jump scares but they're not cheap they're earned and most of the horror comes from like you You just got the heebie-jeebies the whole time
1: yeah <laughs> yeah that's
0: a good way of putting it it really is like you just as soon as it starts you go through the hallway it's like i said it looks totally normal normal but you just know, like, something's weird. Something's not right. And to me, that's, like, the best type of horror. Like, it's the... it's, it's the, it's, They always say it, but it's true. It's the fear of the unknown, that sense of dread, just knowing, just having that, in, that human instinct of, this isn't right, but I can't put my finger on why.
1: Yeah. I think that's a big part, because you don't know. I mean, you don't know what's going on. You're hearing about this murder. You're assuming that... Mm-hmm. This lady has something to do with that. Was maybe one of the victims that, uh you know, maybe she was pregnant. Like, like, and then the the fridge. I mean, you just you don't you don't know really
0: what's going on. No, you really don't. Um, that makes it cool too. Like again, like you can interpret it in a bunch of ways. Like if you just if you just maybe like you you heard that theory now of like you know Kojima using this as a as a as a middle finger to Konami, and you go, nah, I don't buy that. as bullshit. I just want to see it as. You know, in lore, like in story-wise, just focus on that. There's still so many ways to interpret it. Like, like I said, it could just be a guy who stumbled upon this, and it's just kind of like catching strays, or it's the it's an actual perpetrator, and this is like his punishment for his sins. Um, it, it's it's not so clear. Like, it gives you enough. It's not like so vague where it's like, oh, it's not like it's afraid to commit to something, but it gives you enough to go like legitimately any of these things could be the answer.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. This is, this is a lot of information taken at once. <laughs> I mean, uh, hats off to you for all this, uh, this work that you've done looking into it.
0: I can't, this is, I, I said it before, but I, I gotta say it again. I legit thought like, I'll be lucky if I can make this episode last a week and make this episode last an hour. This might be our longest episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh... Yeah, it's long.
0: (laughs) And it's based on a fucking game that... Not even a game. It's based on a little teaser that you can beat in half an hour if you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. But it just goes to show the power that this thing had. And not only that, like I said, not only specifically the game itself, but just the drama that came up from behind it. And then how that killed this game, but then how it also... Influenced the way this teaser was presented and like yeah, for sure and even though it was just a teaser how this game how this teaser took over like the gaming world for like you know a of co- uh, at least a couple weeks to a month and then after it was canceled you know it, it's like a it, it, it's a lot like you know a, a young um, musician or actor who dies young you just kind of think like what if and all these imaginary things you picture in your head, they're they're far greater than most likely what would be reality. But that's what gives it that legendary status is that it's perfect. There is no flaw now. Like this is it. Yeah. I I mean, and this like, obviously I'm not saying like, Oh, I prefer this. I obviously want to live in the timeline where this game is released, but
1: yeah, it's, it's kind of like, like whenever a, a superstar, you know, passes away before their downfall.
0: Yeah. Like um, think of like, like you know, obviously like, like what if Kurt, Kurt Cobain, you know, didn't kill himself? Like, would, yeah. would he still be like, would he still like make more stuff? Or is it like, because that happened? I think it's good, obviously, but like because of that, it's like elevated that legend, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I get what you're saying.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's basically how I see this is that even if, yeah, like if it came out, it could have been like the greatest horror game ever. It wouldn't have matched. I feel the impact that uh that this had, given the cancellation of it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I again I don't know for the prefer the actual game, but it's just the um the what if is what drives it.
1: Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, how like yeah, it's it's not never knowing, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm,
0: yeah, it, it, like I said, just it's just like horror, just never kn- the not knowing is what gets you, and this is what gets me here. Yeah, that's not knowing here. Um, oh, yeah, um, I, I, I know I, I missed this while talking about it, but, um, those, those little texts that uh, I told you about with the photos that pop, that pop up. Yeah. Uh, the languages that, that they use were Portuguese, Italian, Japanese, English, and German. Ooh. Mm hmm. And, uh, the clues that they have, if you order them the, the right way, they tell like a little ghost story, but that ghost story gives you the clues to how to complete the last puzzle. Of the game
1: okay so, so what's the ghost story
0: so i'll, I'll, I'll say them in english uh only because i'm not even gonna try with these um so uh, i whispered your name but the wind of the night took your voice away i didn't move any more during the waiting then his fingers slipped on my hand it was a cold hand body was trembling never moving a step his hand in mine i waited for it to pass and through the mist of fading consciousness, I believed I heard a phone. Okay. So it, it kind of goes into the whole like, walk ten paces a certain direction. Um, yeah, say a name or something. It Doesn't really say which one though. And then uh, I've heard too that what helps is if you like occasionally rub your finger, uh, have your have your finger go across the touchpad once in a while.
1: Oh, okay. Which, which
0: oh, is, the, where, the, the finger hand. that slipped up the hand. Mm-hmm is again i don't know if it's helped or not it's it's just so fucking vague um and then like i said never moving a step i waited for it to pass so yeah don't move at all in the last part and then you hear a phone the phone rings so yeah i thought that was pretty cool like i don't know again whoever figured that out holy shit yeah that's off to you yeah you speak all of these languages (laughs) because i mean my because my thing too like oh portuguese and italian i mean Th- th- those are similar. They are not Portuguese. This whole fucking thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, that's uh, that's crazy. So that's, that's why he essentially thought it was gonna take so long.
0: Yeah, but I guess like power the internet, man, and just streamers, <laughs> streamers. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, man, this was a this was a good episode. Super long, and I think I'm there. I mean, there's a lot to chew, uh, so to speak. I guess
0: there's yeah, like believe me, like I. <laughs> I got, uh, I got four solid pages of notes just up to the brim. And like the first week I did this, I was kind of lazy. I had like a page like, oh, okay, no, I, I can make this work. And then I'm like, ah, surely there's something else out there. And then I came across like a couple of those like, uh, videos and stuff. And, and then that's when like, all right, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna have to rework this whole like little script I got going. Cause this is taking a turn.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But no, yeah, this, it's always fun doing. This is a, this is my favorite part of it is doing the research and stuff. Cause like, just like with Duke Nukem too, like I knew of the troubles that came with it, but I didn't realize like once I started, just did a little bit of digging, like, oh my God, this hole just keeps going and going and going.
1: Still, man, it,
0: it's pretty cool. Um,
1: thank you for doing all your research, man.
0: Um, now you do the editing, so it's only fair I I do this. (laughs) Still. But
1: do you have anything else?
0: Uh, I hope I didn't bore you. And by you, I mean you, Jerry, or the audience. I know that was like you said, th- there was a lot to take in here, especially for like um a, a a demo essentially. But boy, oh boy, man, the tea it just kept coming.
1: No, nah, man, you you, <laughs> it was interesting like all the way through. Um, yeah, I'm glad,
0: nah. yeah, I'm I'm glad. Um, I, and like I said, if you know you've whether or not you've, you know of this, whether or not you've played it or not, yeah, again, can't play it. Sorry if you don't have it downloaded already, but you can watch it on YouTube. Go watch it on YouTube. Um, go watch that great debate video. Like I said, um, phenomenal, especially if you've seen the video, seen like the gameplay of it, and then watch that. You can kind of get a better, I guess, perspective like, oh, okay, I see what's happening there. It's, it, it was a rabbit hole, but yeah, I mean, Given everything that happened with this and the, just, you know, the, uh, just such a well-known developer who's known to go metal with shit. I probably should have known better that, yeah, this is going to get a little weird. <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 but yeah, other than that, you know, it was, it was super fun researching. Yeah. I hope I was able to present it in a semi-coherent way. And like I said, at the very least, at the very least, I like not stress it enough. Fucking check this thing out and you just, you can feel our pain. Of why we're so sad this thing got canceled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's 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 all I got, man. I mean, do you do you got anything, Dad?
1: Man, just it's just crazy because <laughs> I mean, we you know we were here, we were we were playing the game. I mean, we were very interested in, in the scene, you know, because we were both in, like in college at the time, so we mm-hmm. were like we had a limited amount of time to play video games so yeah we were all about this so i just it just takes me back you know mm-hmm. to to when this was 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 going on um and and kind kind of knowing after the fact like so many years later like this is mm-hmm. just it's, it's just it's crazy man i, uh, I don't know I, I wish things could have been different wish uh that guy at konami uh got fucked and uh, <laughs> and i i don't know man but uh, yeah, that's that's all I had, bro.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, it was a, uh, yeah, God, this was a tiring one, man. It was fun, but yeah, it just mentally, it's draining. Um, well, I guess with with all that out of the way, um, I would like to say thank you for um, uh, humoring me, uh, listening to me uh, go on my a little bit of a a rant there with this uh, episode, but yeah, I, I hope it was interesting at the very least, uh, even if you don't like again agree with any of those uh theories i especially the main one i presented hope you at least go you know what that's interesting and i I could see it it's cool um but yeah i thank you for anyone who's listened. um um hope could entertain you in some uh in some fashion and um yeah with that uh uh love you jerry
1: i love you too man and um like we say every every time thank y'all for for listening uh just two dudes like normal dudes with fucking jobs and everything like no production team <laughs> obviously we're not we're not like uh super badass with you know s- sound boards and fucking sound effects and all this crazy shit but yeah we really appreciate it and this is i mean it's fun like especially with this one like, i had you know didn't really have an, an idea what i was walking into um but yeah love you jacob and uh everybody be safe out there
0: yeah take care and be good y'all see ya see ya